We're going to fine and dandy. Cheers. Hi, my name's Cameron, and you need to check out the Fine and Dandy podcast. You are now watching Fine and Dandy. Watch the Fine and Dandy podcast. Good shit. Hey, what's up? We're Solway, and you're watching, watching Fine, Fine and Dandy. Dandy. Hey, everyone. It's your boy, Blacasso, and you're tuning in with Fine and Dandy. You are now watching Fine and Dandy. Oh. That was good. Good stuff. Good that stuff. was a good clap. All right. All right. <clears throat> We're going to start. All right. Welcome back to Fine and Danny. Thank you for tuning in. Houston's favorite podcast. We got uh, a good friend here, Donovan Darby. But as uh, me and a lot of our friends know him, just Darby. We're glad to have him in today. We're going to talk about a lot of fun stuff. Uh, he has his own company where he sells a lot of his stuff online. Do you sell in per like like in person too, or is it mostly just online trade? Uh, it's a mixture of both. Uh, I can't really call it, but yeah, I do local deliveries, local pickup, uh, in a certain radius of miles. He so. is the delivery man. Yeah, so I within deliver. His, yeah. your local deliverer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, with, that's where the around. online comes yeah, in. Yeah, right? yeah, that's that's definitely had to shift that to USPS or something. Yeah, I can get it to you. Two business days. I have you ever uh, have you ever thought about doing like events, like uh, shows and stuff, like local shows and concerts and whatnot? Um, I have. I'm really trying to get into the farmers market scene. Uh, I like to get. I want to get more hands on. But what I've been struggling with right now is my garden. Cause I want to. I want to start using my garden to, you know, for my products. I want to get. I want to source everything from my garden. But this year, as y'all know, our drought was crazy. I, I couldn't grow a tomato if I wanted to. Like, the amount of water that I needed, it was crazy. But everything's picking back up. I got about, like, 10 different watermelon plants, 20 different pepper plants. I got a whole bed section of lettuce and herbs. So, you know, that's what I've really been waiting on so I can just come full force. But in the meantime, uh, if you've been following me on social media, you know what I've been talking about. I, I always started off with sea moss, but then now I've been kind of redirecting to – herbs and seasonings and salts of the earth so i mean we're, we're getting there you know it's just uh i'm a little surgical in my in my methods you know so i just try oh, to that's probably a good way to be about it yeah honestly. you know yeah what'd you start out with in the garden now what was your like when you first started uh, growing your stuff in the garden what'd you start off with it's gonna sound cheesy but it was a mustard seed <laughs> really oh nice, nice. really of, yeah is there, like a lot of applications for mustard seed like like they could use that for a lot of stuff don't they yeah so mustard seeds actually is a spice like if if you eat any type of barbecue especially like ribs or anything like most chefs will tell you they marinate that whole before they even put the layer of season on there they just rub it down in mustard mustard seed it's like got a spicy, pungent yet sweet flavor. It does. So uh -huh. uh, funny enough, in the restaurant I work at, we we make a spicy ketchup from mustard seed. Oh, really? Yeah, it's oh, made wow. with mustard seed. Yeah, and then of course, you know, mustard comes from mustard seed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like the actual condiment. Yeah, I think they take the mustard seed flowers and they mix it with vinegar and whatever spices. I'm obsessed you want with it. mustard, dude. Like spicy mustard. So yeah. I, I'll never eat ketchup. Like I don't think anyone that knows me will ever see me use ketchup. You're not, not like a ketchup ever. guy. No, I'm not you really like a sweet guy. I like rich. Uh -huh. I like rich flavors, bitter flavors, spicy uh -huh. flavors. I like fresh onions on stuff too because they're oh, like kind of yeah. spicy, right? Uh -huh. Technically, mm -hmm. but mustard and mustard seed is like that's that's. You said you had like how many peppers? 
I got 20 different pepper plants. What? I'm so, obsessed yeah. with peppers. Really? Yeah, Me too. I just pepper guy. Bro. Okay, yeah. So, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I buy, I buy, I do all organic seeds, heirloom seeds. So, I got this pepper variety pack, and I was just like, hey, let me try it out. So, I got some shishito peppers growing, um, some fish peppers, hungry, Hungarian wax peppers. Then, you know, the basic peppers like bell peppers, cayenne peppers, jalapenos, Anaheim, poblano, um, and ghost pepper? one more. I didn't do the ghost pepper because I know I wasn't going to eat it. I knew I wasn't going to eat it. <laughs> I knew, I knew uh, I wasn't I'll tell gonna you right now, there's a lot I of people that like eat a, that. Uh, <laughs> Me I, being one of them. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I see people starting to use a lot of ghost peppers like in restaurants and stuff now. Like people are doing the ghost peppers. It's an addiction. So uh-huh. people build a tolerance to it. So, you know, like uh-huh. more and more people are starting to eat it because mm-hmm. more and more people are getting spicier and spicier. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? With their sauces. So Wasn't that like one of the peppers in one of those? Uh, what was that one chip challenge thing they had? Pakui. Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, that, was that a ghost pepper or is it a reaper pepper? I think it's like a multiple peppers. No, so it they have be. the capsaicin. I've had one before, but I don't remember what pepper they it have was. The capsaicin. I didn't do the challenge, though. But Paqui does have a ghost pepper flavored chip. It's hot, nice. but it's not that hot. Like, yeah, yeah I, no, I like ghost those. Those are like good. Smoky. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, that chip is really good. It is spicy. Like, it's, it's spicier sure. than most uh-huh. want to eat. Like, yeah. it's delicious. Like, yeah. the average person's not going to want to do that. You don't have to go chug a gallon of milk afterwards. No, 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 no. Like, I'll <laughs> yeah, eat, I'll eat, I'll finish the whole bag, and I'll need to drink uh-huh. a beverage, but it's not like, you know, I'm not, like, sweating or anything. Oh, For okay. me, personally. I mean, some, you know, everyone's spice tolerance mm-hmm. is different than, than the next person's. Mm-hmm. So, but, so I, with, with the peppers, do you, like, do you... Try to learn each like benefit for each pepper. Like when you grow something in your garden, you try to know its uses mm-hmm. entirely before you move on and putting it in something. Well, I want to know the basics of it first, and then as it grows, I start learning more of it. Um, so like I know peppers, all peppers are really rich in vitamin C, mm-hmm. and also iron. Uh, especially the spicier the pepper, the more iron it has. That's why it has that red color into it. See anything? Really? Anytime you see something in nature that's red, that's a that's iron oxide. You know what I mean? Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's ex- so like somebody if they were a vegetarian and they don't eat red meat, mm-hmm. right? It's a good source of iron. Then they could actually get it from peppers. Right. It's a good source of iron. Obviously not better than like greens, leafy greens, but you're still getting iron when you eat peppers. So like even if you're not vegan and you want to spice up your dish, you know it, it'll add some flavor and it also put some iron into the iron and vitamin C. And the thing about vitamin C is you kind of see this on ingredient labels sometimes. Vitamin C is also known as absorbic acid, and what it does is help you absorb things more. Like uh, like as far as your stomach? Yeah, so you actually absorb more of the nutrients if it's a higher presence of vitamin C. I don't know, like uh, when we were younger and we used to take our multivitamins, our one-a-days or whatever, they would always tell you to take it with uh, citric acid. I don't know if they if y'all have heard that, but my doctor used to tell me. Yeah, no, my mom and yeah, yeah, in the field, so she's yeah. Yeah, you take <laughs> it with sixty acid, and it dissolves, and it helps you absorb it faster and more of it. Yeah, so they're pretty good. And then I, I really like them for the flavor. And then the the cool thing about pepper plants is they just it's not a one year crop. So like I have really tw- teeny tiny branches right now, right? And even now, they're starting to, like, branch out and growing more pepper. It's like a mini tree, and it starts forming a bush. Mm-hmm. And depending on how harsh the winter is this year, you never know uh, around here. I think we're actually supposed to have a pretty strong winter this really? year. Really? Okay. I think so, yeah. I mean, so, you saw the heat. Yeah, so yeah. it's kind of going to back and forth, yeah. Um, I think it'll be okay, but I know that if it gets below a certain temperature with certain plants, especially the tropical variety, they uh they go dormant. 
So you were saying uh, you had you were saying you try to use some type of seed at the very beginning, uh, not to cir- circle back around. Mm-hmm. You said you try to use a certain type of seed. Which which was you talking about the mustard seed? Uh, no, just the like it, with all your plants. You said you try to get something. But oh, um, I think the first thing I started growing was mustard seeds, and then I've had a couple. Like I've planted. Over probably I've been having my garden for about two years now. I saw you did watermelons at one point too, right? Yeah, I did yeah. watermelons last year. And that was and that happened on accident. So the story behind a watermelon, <laughs> I don't think I've ever told the story. So um, like I I just made a garden bed and I was just trying to grow like greens. Like I was just trying to grow greens. Uh, I was growing collard greens, mustard greens, arugula, romaine lettuce, basil. And this plant called amaranth. I don't know if you've heard of it. Amaranth. Uh, what is that? Um, it's related to spinach, and it gets really tall. It can get to up to ten feet tall sometimes. And I got several of them. If you go on my profile, you'll see the pictures. It's the one. It's the red plant, and it has all the flowers hanging over and everything. What is your profile, real quick, just for the people? Um. So my, f- I have two profiles. I have a profile for the Dawn of a New Era, and that's at the Dawn of a New Era thirteen, and that's on Instagram, Snapchat. Facebook as well. Can you spell it out? Cause I know. Uh, yeah, oh, okay, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. D. That's D O N O V A N E W E R A, one three. Uh, yeah. So Donovan New Era thirteen. Obviously, it's a pun on my name, Donovan. You know, Donovan, the yeah. Donovan New Era. Yeah. And then my far where I, well you'll see my plants and stuff at will be on the Farmer Dawn channel, and that's Darby seven seven seven. And I only have an Instagram for that one right now. Mm-hmm. All right, so the yeah the spinach plant, and then you said you were growing those, uh, or not the spinach. It was the uh, which one? The one that's ten feet tall. Oh yeah, that's the amaranth. So amaranth. it's in the spinach family, and it it has a it has a unique taste. It doesn't taste that far from spinach, but a lot of people don't grow it, and you can't really find it in stores. But it is probably one of the most powerful greens on earth. It has the high. It has like one of the highest amount of lysines, and it the seeds are what they call a, a fake grain. So, like, the seeds you can use as a, a grain. So, you can substitute it for rice. You can even make popcorn out of it. Um, Whoa, really? Yeah, that's yeah. You can make flour out of it, and it's really healthy alternative. What's a oh, lysine? that's pretty cool. Lysine? Lysine is a chemical. Uh, it's naturally occurring in the body, but lysine is a chemical that basically is antiviral killer. Like, um... Even people who go to, like, health clinics and different things, they'll always tell you step up your lysine, you know, or get more lysine in your diet. Or even if you just Google, you know, you want to be a Google wizard and look up how to get rid of uh, any type of viral, whether it's the flu, uh, maybe it's like a chronic illness, a chronic virus, or even something like along the sexual side, like STDs and stuff. It'll always tell you eat foods rich in lysine. Lysine and iron, you can never go wrong, especially iron. I love the term Google wizard. Oh, I just yeah, yeah, yeah. Google wizard. Google, yeah. yeah, just if yeah. you want to be a Google wizard. Google yeah, wizard. you know, <laughs> you know. And I mean, it's a lot of misinformation out there now because so many people have their own platforms and different things. But I mean, you just kind of got to take it with a grain of salt. Like you kind of, you kind of got to get the facts and then search facts. So you find one fact, one legitimate fact, then you go off on that fact. Like if you kind of listen to one source. 
it's not necessarily that's going to be some misinformation in there, but they may not have the full picture of what you're trying to understand. You yeah, know? you can carry that to a lot of different yeah, things. Yeah, you not, know, not just, not just plans, yeah, right? everything, <laughs> literally everything. Uh, what's your like? How do you like? What's your uh, learning process about the plants? Like, where, like, what's your like uh, researching process? What makes you decide what plant to do, and like, why you feel like that's an important one for you, like that you should mm-hmm. that you should grow. Well, first, I'm already familiar with like the plant kingdom, you know, because uh, at one point I was vegan, uh, probably about like 2013 to 2015, I was vegan. And ever since then, I mean, I'm not vegan anymore. I really don't believe in the titles of vegan. I don't believe in uh, vegan, vegetarian, keto. It's not that I'm believing. I respect people who have those titles. It's just that I know that I'm not going to commit to a title. Uh, and what really opened my mind to that was uh, I remember one time, uh, I think I was at a, a farmer's market or a co-op or something, and this girl told me um, that I couldn't be vegan because I ate honey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, I mean, that techni- by technicality. Te- like, this okay. is technical. super technical, but it's like. I mean, what? <sighs> yes, yes, it can't come from any, so any well, do, do the bees excrete it, or do they just gather the pollen and use it? I they they excrete. I'm not really sure. I don't. Okay, they do. They, yeah, they excrete. Okay, it. actually, I don't know I how be, that works. Actually, I believe it's their vomit. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, it's that's their tasty. vomit. Yeah, no, it's, I like that. Yeah, it's, I it's, love honey. Yeah, yeah, I hope you brought some honey. Oh yeah, I did actually. I got some right here, some raw clover honey. <laughs> kind of gave me a yeah. craving. Yeah. yeah, if we're gonna try that a little bit, but you, you know what's something that's funny that stuck with me for this entire time? Like, I think you told me maybe like seven years ago, mm-hmm. but you were like, hey. Mushrooms are the chicken of the forest, and I don't know why. Oh, <laughs> that was probably one of the funniest things. But dude, I say that so much, it's stupid. Like people, I'm like people, like dude, I love mushrooms. I'm like, hey, did you know that mushrooms are the chicken of the like anchorman? Yeah. Chicken Bats of the, are the chicken of the cave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> In a way, though, I think I, I understand what he means now in terms of, like protein and, and stuff like that. They kind of you know right. Mu- yeah, yeah, subs- yeah. A lot. There's a lot of different mushrooms out there, and a lot of them can be substitutes for other things. Mm-hmm. You know, because I mean, mushrooms are. There's so much variety. Mm-hmm. I mean, and thousands I mean, of them. Yeah, I mean, edible, non-edible, medicinal. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, psychological. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know, mm-hmm. uh, what was that? A uh, wonderful. Uh, there was a mushroom documentary that uh, they made not too long ago. It was uh, something mycelium, dude. I think. Oh, it's the guy. I can never oh, forget, remember his Herb? name. Is it, sta- is it a Paul yeah. Stamets, Stamets documentary? Paul Stamets, yeah. Yes. Yes. Big thank you to Josh the glasses, for, the, the, for the Paul the, Stamets tip. The, the circle hat all the time, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. He's the one that did the uh, – he's he's the one doing the Save the Bees thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and I think he even has this thing where you can put pol- a pollen thing in your – like, you know, you can buy it from his website and mm-hmm. put it in your yard, and it has a chip in it that connects to his website, and you can literally monitor it because it's like the pollen – or like the pollen you get mm-hmm. has the antibacterial mushroom – like in oh. it that he that you, so you buy it from his website and then you can actually see like you know to a degree the way that you're helping the bees in your area uh-huh. right because you can see the use it's getting uh-huh. and that's pretty cool no I that is that was that, really cool that is really cool um I see a lot of bees in my garden and it's like I let some of my plants flower on purpose just for the local wildlife like um, butterflies moths. Um, Surprisingly, wasps are pollinators too. They, I see them. I mean, that would make sense. 
Yeah, but I mean, I didn't know that, but that, that does make sense. I'm I'm not really a wasp person, I, but hey, if they want to help pollinate my my garden, I'm, and and they they kind of protect it too from because a lot of other insects are scared of wasps. But it's it sucks when I have to get in the garden and it's full of wasps, so I don't like to get too out of control. Would, like, what would be a reason that you don't let your plants flower? Um, see, once it flowers, a, a plant starts to lose its vitality. So it's like more. Oh, really? Yeah, it depends on the type of plant. So, like, if you're talking like a green or a lettuce, it's gonna the green is gonna get bitter. Like, so say for example, romaine lettuce. If you let your romaine lettuce flower, it's not gonna be really good eating. It's edible, but that's gonna be some very bitter lettuce. And once it flowers, I did not know that. Uh huh. Um, so how do you know when the right time? Well, the. the with lettuce, you kind of want to, once it's gotten to a decent size, like you probably see the salad mixing, it's like baby lettuce mix, baby lettuce. Well, once they get to that baby size, you want to just kind of start clipping them sometimes. And once you keep clipping them, it will force them to grow more. So they won't focus on flowering. If you don't if you don't mess with it and you don't clip them and prune them, they'll just force themselves to flower under the right conditions, especially if it's hot. Because um, they have a very short life cycle. Lettuces, they have a very short life cycle. Does it also grow really quickly? Yes. You can you can have a full head of lettuce, well, depending on the variety, but, like, say, like, romaine lettuce or butter leaf lettuce like you l- use on a hamburger. You can have a full head of lettuce within probably, like, three to four weeks if you're taking care of it properly. How much do you need to grow? Like, if you wanted to be somebody that, like, like if they wanted to do it at home, mm-hmm. like, how much would you want to grow if you have a house, say, with a backyard? I mean that depends on your needs of eating it. Cause I promise you, if you if you do like I did and grow way more than you need, you're gonna have way more than you need. And some of those, some of those actually are gonna flower. They're gonna become bitter. And depending on the time of year, like this year, I had really bad caterpillars, and like they were just. It was to the point where I'm checking on my lettuce, and it's just like a caterpillar here that they they sleep there. Like I've seen them at night and daytime. So it's like you just I. And back to what you're saying, what makes me decide what to grow, it's based on what I already eat, you know. So oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You Bec- don't focus it on, like, like what you think people will buy or something. It's more No. Like yeah, yeah, no. Uh, actually, because I never even thought of selling it. When I first started my garden, this was just, just to be self-sustainable. And then from there, I started getting ideas like, oh, wow, I actually can do that. Because, I mean, I've always gardened, but not to this extent. So this is my first real go at like gardening full time, like garden bed, mulching, fertilizer, everything, and then also because um, I like to eat organic veggies, um, and a lot of it's. I mean, I don't know if you ever seen organic section and produce section. It's very small and it's very expensive. Like, I mean, like if you was to get uh, even if they have them, like organic collard greens. That's one of my favorite greens, collard greens. Um, they're like three dollars for like six leaves, like three dollars. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so I never really paid attention to it, to be honest. Yeah, and no. it's already so expensive. I don't really. I just kind of like get what I need and then take the pain when I get to the register. right. You know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, collard greens are those are some of the cheapest things in the in the store. They're like ninety nine cents a bunch. I think because of inflation, they're like a dollar twenty now. Um, mustard greens, turnip greens—they're all the same. They're not—they're not supposed to be more than a dollar a bunch, you know. But because of the organic certification, different things, farmers can charge more, and it's a lot harder to 
be an organic farmer because the seeds cost more. You have to have different certifications and everything. So um, I just like to get my own heirloom seeds and grow them in my own backyard. Um, and then it's like I basically have a produce section in my backyard. That's what I was talking about, the mm-hmm. heirloom seeds. You said, like, when you first started, you said something about heirloom seeds, and mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know what that means, so I'm assuming anybody listening mm-hmm. might not know what that means. So, like, what is that? What is the difference? Oh, uh, heirloom variety is basically, how's the best way to put it? I mean, it's it's kind of like heirloom. So, like, if you think of an heirloom, it's like an antique. It's, it's antique, so it's been grown for however many years. It varies depending on what type of plant you're talking about. But it's a species... That has been preserved to not mess up the genes. So oh, okay, okay. So it's remained the same over several generations. Be- kind of, uh-huh. Yeah, that's why I'm glad I asked. Uh-huh. <laughs> that is kind of insane. Do you so ever get attached to your plants at all? Like, do, do you like do you attach to the process or? Yeah, I get attached to all of them, man. I, I, it's like one. It's like I see them all as like little children that I'm raising. You know what I mean? Do you, like, fall in love with the process, too? Like, with the caterpillars and stuff, do you ever go out there sometimes? You're like... Well, the coolest thing about that is, I mean, I I did get rid of some of them. And caterpillars are really weird, and I squashed one. (laughs) I know you're not supposed to hurt the animals and everything, but this one had literally just was ransacking me. So I said, (laughs) I'm just going to use this one as an example. <laughs> said, he said, "This know, one's been making a mockery of me. I'm just to crush the rebellion." <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> so I ended up cutting his head off. Oh my! <laughs> Execute. And it has like the, it had this weird green slimy blood, and it was just all over the place. But it, I think it worked. But then I found another one. <laughs> I found another one on the other side of the garden, and I didn't even try to kill it, but I ended up stepping on it with the garden <laughs> boots, and I guess I squished it in half, and the craziest thing ever happened, it was still crawling, but they yeah. were crawling in two different ways. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, this so, is just a nerve thing. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what in the world? And, like, I came back 30 minutes later. He's still, like, crawling for what one half oh, of his body like and then the other half of his body. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to finish you off. You deserve that. You, you deserve to live. You know? <laughs> you deserve to live. Like a, if he lived, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I don't know what happened. Oh, but the but sounds like a tough one to survive. Yeah, I don't know how to. I, I was waiting for him to like start reattaching his body or something the way he was going. Then oh. I would probably call like maybe I don't know the CIA. I know, something. right? <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I, I don't know some I type mean, of government official I, if that happened. I know, right? Just get a knock on the door from Manison. Yes, we're looking for Mister Darby. We need to speak with him. So, uh, like, I mean. What's the, I mean, I guess the big issue is they just eat all the plants. No, that's the thing. You think you will, but you're not. You're not. You're not gonna eat. Well, if you start gardening with a good enough, oh, I meant spe- the caterpillars. Like they oh. just destroy the plants. Basically. Oh yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. in the spring, right after the last frost, that's when all the caterpillars come out. But the good thing about that is it only lasts from about March to late May, and then after late May, they all uh, go pupa. You know they. Uh, Get in their cocoons. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You they, don't spray anything on your plants, though, like to avoid it, or like I put I put black pepper on the ground if I have to. Black pepper, cayenne pepper, chili pe- pepper, oh. um, neem oil is really good. What is that? Neem oil. It's a plant. It's a medicinal plant. Um, it it has a horrible foul smell, and 
it's really good for you if you use it on your skin and your mouth and stuff, and it probably heal almost any wound. But it's it's just a really foul smell, and no, apparently no animal like no creature likes it because I don't even like. Um, and then also another thing I do is um, I like to do companion planting. So what that is is you try to plant plants together that like are in symbiosis. So like around my lettuce, I planted basil. And the basil, the smell of the basil helps with the pest. And um, they don't like basil. No, they don't like any, mostly any herbs, uh, basil, lavender, sage, mint, uh, chamomile, uh, talking about clove, uh, rosemary. That's kind of interesting. What do you like? So what, what type of pests don't like that? Are you talking about like flies? You talking about like almost no pest likes it. Now they'll tolerate it if. If the risk is worth the discomfort, they'll they'll still go for it. Like I've seen, I've seen rats still come in. Like, and I have like a basil right. forest, and like I've seen rats still go in there, and I still have a rabbit that comes in there, and I can't tell if it's a rat or a rabbit. But they, in the last two weeks, they've damaged like two, three watermelons. But I, every time I go outside, it's a rabbit in the watermelon patch. So I'm thinking it's the rabbit. So Probably. I don't know. Okay. I don't know, but. Um, like I say, um, with the watermelon patch, I don't really have that many companion plants around it because they kind of just took over. So I didn't. I t- planted some lavender, but the thing about watermelon is, watermelon will shade out almost every other plant. Is it a weed? It's not a weed. No. No, it grows almost like a pumpkin patch because they're in the same family. So pumpkins and watermelons are in the What's same. What's uh? Family. Do you oh, know okay. what that family is sp- in specific for me? I guess for anyone watching, cause I, I don't, don't know. know. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I always call it the Millen family, but if I had to go off the top of my head, I'm not even gonna go. I know it's look at that actually. Cute for everybody, right? Is here. it cucumber? Yeah. <laughs> cucumber? You said it's cucumber. No, it's not cucumber, but it may be like cucumbers. Yeah, <laughs> nice. It's in Let's the squash see. family. Squash, millens, cucumbers, all in the same family. So oh, your cucurbits. Cu- yes, cucurbits. there we are. Cucurbitoc. Shit, dude. Cucurbitoc. I need it. Does this have like a thing where you can listen to it? It's cucurbitocake. Bitocake. Cucurbitocake. Cucurbitis. I don't need to know what this is. Also called the cucurbitus or the ground family. Let's call it the ground family. We're gonna call that's it the ground, good, yeah, the ground yeah, family. The ground we'll family. We'll stick yeah, with that. It's a bigger umbrella. I like that. Yeah, that's why I always just say the it, melon family because when it, it, I shit. can never get it. Yeah, right. melon squashes, gourds, cucumbers are in there. Pumpkins. Mm. Will you be growing pumpkins right now? Oh man, I mean, I, it might be a little, I guess, late in the season to yeah, start. Yeah, because uh, actually, what a lot of people don't know is um, uh, pumpkins actually love heat. You can't grow pumpkins in the cold. Really? Yeah, but that's, they're always associated with fall bizarre. time and everything. But <laughs> pumpkins don't like the cold. But that would make sense because the harvest, you know, it's around the fall time. Yeah, so I mean, like harvesting after it's all done, right. and the pumpkins are ready. They for have people. been growing. Uh, right, right, they have right. been growing yeah, all summer. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. How do you preserve stuff if it's like? I mean, I imagine you're not submerging it or anything. Like, like you're probably not. Like, I mean, you can't pickle everything, mm-hmm. right? You know, no, so. you can't. Um, the best way, it just depends on what you're using. Like with greens, um, they'll last, they'll last like 
two weeks if you have them in a proper uh, setup. Like, so you can do two things with greens. You could chop off the ends a little bit, and, and it's what they, yeah, and keep them in water, like kind of like uh, roses or flowers or anything. Mm -hmm. Or you can also there had they have these bags that because every because what makes something rot is the gases that is given off by the plant. Because the gases that is given off are the opposite of what it needs, right? Because they give off oxygen. I like carbon carbon dioxide. Or carbon well, they need dioxide, carbon dioxide. Like we are, though. You like so yeah, yeah, carbon dioxide. Yeah, yeah, carbon right. dioxide. My so bad. it's like if you were stuck in a room with no flowing oxygen and you just breathe in carbon dioxide, eventually it's just going to be carbon dioxide around. So you start to rot and die with it. So it's these bags that kind of slow down that process. They're like these yellow bags. I forgot the name of the exact gas. Um, but they, I've seen plants last up to three, four weeks in those. And then also another thing you can do is freeze them. Oh yeah. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just like you see on the, the vegetable aisle, you got frozen broccoli, frozen cauliflower, frozen squash. You can freeze anything. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah. You know, I just learned today that if you put berries in a jar, they last longer. Uh huh. Yeah. Berries in a jar. I think, um, even if you just put them in a jar by itself, they'll last long because the oxidization is what gets to them. And then it's also you can submerge them in salt water as well, salt water or baking soda. The berries. Uh huh. Oh, yeah, nice. you can do that with almost yeah, what, anything. What is up with that? Because like they, the way they used to carry food across on like ships, you know, like moving from Europe to here was they would just put everything in salt. Mm -hmm. Like what's with the salt? What is that? I mean, I don't know. I don't know if you know, but like I'm yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Um, so salt is like. I don't know which way to describe It's everything. So salt is actually the basis of all life is salt. Yes, literally. literally yeah. It used to be the, super valuable. Yeah, Right, yeah. the man who had the most salt of the earth had all the riches. Yeah, no joke. Because <laughs> they had the most preserved food. <laughs> right, that makes a lot of sense, right? Um, but I mean, salt can be used in everything. I mean... Wounds and shit too, right? Yeah, yeah, wounds. I mean, even think about um, when your throat is hurting, the first thing you do is gargle salt water. Yeah, saline water. Uh -huh. Someone yeah. swears by the saline fact water that like for a lot of stuff in the medical mm -hmm. field, they never sure. get sick. I, I think that's what IVs are mostly comprised mm -hmm. of. Saline, saline water. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, it helps it's you crazy. preserve fluids mm -hmm. uh, if you don't have too much of it. Like mm -hmm. if you have too much of it, you get dehydrated. Right. But, but you need it to contain the fluid in you, right? You right. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Because if you don't have the if you don't have the right uh, magnesium levels, because what salt does, natural salt, not table salt. Table salt has been modified, chemically altered. So, like this, for example, this is Celtic salt. This is one. This is your own brand, huh? huh? Your own brand. Oh yeah, this Donovan New Era salt. Can you cut that real quick, just to him? This right here, just hold that up. Oh yeah. Oh, one of the bigger bags today, cause it. What is that you got there too? Oh, the sea moss? Yeah, this is sea moss. Yeah, this is sea moss. And I'm going to break it down how this and this kind of work tangent. And they almost the same thing. Okay, start with the salt. Okay. So yeah, we're on the salt. We're on the salt. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so Celtic sea salt, there's many different salts. For every place on earth, there's a different type of salt. But there's a, there are some that's more powerful than others. So Celtic sea salt, you, I don't know if you've seen it on TikTok or anything, but it's really been trending lately. So this comes from French clay pools. Uh, over there in France, and that's why it has this grayish uh, tint to it. So that's actually a gray clay that naturally forms in these ponds. Um, and what it does is, see, so the human body is seventy percent water, right? But 
the water is not just water like we drink in a water bottle. It's mostly salt water. And the one substance on earth that mimics um, the human body's composition, the liquid composition, is seawater. Because seawater contains 92 minerals and vitamins naturally occurring out of the 102 vitamins in the human body. So when you have sea salt that hasn't been chemically altered and stripped of its iodine and magnesium and phosphorus and potassium, you get almost like um, it's. this is where your electrolytes is. If you look into Powerade and Gatorade, uh, the highest, if you look on the nutrition facts, the most prevalent element is sodium. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. what like right. that's what hydrates you. Like that's the taste you get most of the time. Right. Yeah. It's funny. Me and Josh watched a whole video on that. Oh, actually. Okay, okay. Yeah, me and Josh watched a whole video on a bunch of sports drinks and why some of them are wor- like worth mostly shit on Prime. It, it was yeah. shit on Prime mostly, yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah. yeah, yeah, for the most part. Yeah. So. What what prime the prime drinks? Yeah, what is prime? Is that I the ones that had that. like the ban- it's like black and they had like the bananas on pictures? They, they just have, have the new ones, I think. Yeah, that are like that. But oh, prime I'm thinking is of body. body I'm armor. thinking of body. body. No, 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 no. Yeah, I'm thinking, thinking of body. Armor. Body armors are good too. Body armors are actually one of the better ones out of like it's yeah, like the Gatorades up there at the top, mm-hmm. and then body armors are like up there with Gatorade. Mm-hmm. But prime is mostly sugar. Mm-hmm. But also, I think it's because it's Logan Paul. He's gearing towards kids and shit. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Yeah right. He's got an audience. Yeah. So you you're gonna want to gear towards that. Which I mean, that's brandy, yeah. You can't, but it's not in terms of. Spo- I mean, we're getting off off topic here, but in terms of sports drinks, you, you want salts, salts, are in, and along with the other stuff like B vitamins or what is it, right? Yeah, B complex yeah. vitamins and yeah. stuff like uh-huh. that. Yeah. Yeah. So the pink clay. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. this one has a gray ca- gray clay. So this one comes from France. It's Celtic sea salt or Celtic. That's how you say it. Celtic, not Celtic, but Celtic sea salt. It's also known as French gray salt. So. If you ask a chef or anybody who works with salts a lot, they would know this more as French gray salt versus Celtic salt. We definitely had it in culinary for some stuff, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Were you in culinary? I was in culinary. Oh, what wow. Just uh, <laughs> I did it. I did it. Uh, I did it throughout <laughs> high school, and I actually we I think we got third place in the state competition. Uh, cool. Uh, which was yeah, it was actually it was pretty awesome. Uh, and then, um, but. It was the whole first half of it was all just nutrition. Mm-hmm. We didn't even get to cook. It was just like I'm that important. And the anatomy. But no, uh, I was forced to cook all the time, and then I stopped liking it because I had to do it. Mm-hmm. That's fair. That was it. <laughs> it's pretty Wait, easy. So <laughs> I had a question with the uh, sea salt. Like you're saying, like our body is uh, composed of sea salt. Maybe you know. Uh, if not, at all, that's cool too. But I was just wondering, like, so why is it that when we drink seawater? Is it because it has a bunch of other stuff in it too? Like we get dehydrated when we drink. It's ocean water. Yeah, but I think the idea of that also comes from you being baked out in the sun. You know, too much. That's salt, why they you say you don't want to drink the seawater if you're like out in the middle of it. You know what I mean? Because typically, you dehydrate if you're you too, lost I think. in the ocean, you're sitting under the sun, baking and drinking salt. Right. Constantly. I mean, we. I mean, we've all been to the beach and we swallowed a mouthful of sea salt and stuff. You know, it didn't make you go crazy. But what it is is there has to be a perf- a certain balance between the levels of sodium, and most of the time in a, in a moving sea, those sea salt levels are not in balance with the human body. You know what I mean? So That's fair. I mean, especially with our body needs and like go along with all the other right. complexities. And then on. the average human diet, we probably already have too much sodium. So the ele- we might have too much sodium and not enough magnesium, especially if we eat a lot of seasoned salts, table salts. 
these have sodium, the element sodium, you know, sodium chloride, uh, which is salt, uh, but it doesn't have uh, magnesium. And magnesium is like what it sounds like. It's a magnet. So basically, in order for your cells to function properly, they need salt. So magnesium pulls the potassium and sodium into the cells. And a lot of people who have problems with weight, a lot of people who have fluid retention or or like you might drink people who drink a lot of water they're like I drank so much water today and I and I'm still dehydrated and it just goes right through you it's because there's no magnesium in that water to pull it into the cells cuz once the water's being pulled into the cells there's no waste to excrete you see what I'm saying oh that makes sense mm-hmm. so so say you were like bodybuilding and you were doing like a really final cut to mm-hmm. do, you know, like for your competition or mm-hmm. whatever, and you really wanted to lose even the water weight. Mm-hmm. Like, would you cut down on magnesium just like maybe even temporarily to try to like really flush it out, or would you? No, you would actually use more magnesium because, or I mean, in that in that case, you you really just want to fast, really honestly. Yeah, pr- yeah, yeah, yeah. You just really want to fast because um, you need water. You must your muscles yeah. need water. But if you're trying to get that cut. That's more of a, you know, I'm not a bodybuilder expert, but I know that you, you probably just want to keep up your workouts and stay hydrated. But yeah. I don't, I don't think the, I don't think the mag, I don't really think the magnesium intake would matter as much as what workouts they did. That, yeah, you know sure. what I mean. Yeah. It's I think you're thinking about hold, like holding like in the water weight, like yeah. holding in the water weight. Yeah, and like yeah. no. So the mag, so without the magnesium, that's what holds the water weight. You see what I'm saying? Because once you have the magnesium, the water can go into the cell, then the cell can do its thing, and Actually now the body it. is in function. Yeah, you know what I mean? Whereas if you don't have the magnesium, uh, it sits outside of the cells. That's why people get swelling, uh, different diseases like the gout or uh, high blood pressure because it's so much sodium sitting outside the walls of the cell. Well, in reality, it's already sodium is the most prevalent element outside of the cell. And then potassium is the most prevalent element inside the cell. So you need magnesium as a bridge for both of those. Because anything with sodium naturally, right, is supposed to have potassium in it. It's supposed to have magnesium and potassium. So if you're eating if you're eating natural salts, it's gonna pull that in, making the cell work properly. And then also, um salt isn't like what it says, it's an electrolyte. Now, we forget this sometimes, but the body actually runs on electricity, you know. So that's why you need electrolytes for energy because salt is a conductor of electricity. Uh, And I remember when I was in fifth grade, I did a science experiment. I called it Let There Be Light. And and I was able to light up a light bulb um, with using, I think I used a D-volt battery and made a conduit, made a circuit with the light bulb and salt water. And, uh, and it, it went through the salt water. And and right, yeah. yeah. And lit the they said it like, so you didn't use wiring, right? You just used the salt water? No, I used wiring. Okay, well. Because I okay, still okay, needed okay. the battery. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, that's pretty cool. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, were, did you take a biology class? <laughs> I took a biology class in ninth grade. I, Most of your own like stuff, though, like yeah, just learning from from what you've been doing. Like ongoing. yeah, I I learned that, and then I do my own research, and um, 
Yeah, I'm, I've always been like a scientist at heart. Yeah, really. you've yeah. retained a lot of information for somebody mm-hmm. that wasn't forced to do it. You know, yeah, what I mean? like because of class they were taking or like a. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I guess you could say it is a career objective mm-hmm. if that's your plan with it. But mm-hmm. I mean, ta- retain you've you've retained a lot of information by just doing your own reading, not in a classroom setting, which is pretty crazy. That's oh pretty, yeah, you know, there's yeah. not a lot of people that do that. Yeah, you know, I've always. I mean, I was, I w- I was pretty. Um, I was pretty intelligent most of my the life. Debate team. Yeah, I was really. In, I was yeah, on it with him. I was terrible. I totally see that. That's a secret terrible. that nobody really knows. You not so much. Yeah, I was bad. <laughs> <Just kidding>. I <laughs> was bad. I was yeah. really bad. But yeah, he was. He was uh, in debate with me. Funny enough. Yeah, we were, we were definitely in debate. Yeah. I don't even know if my school had a debate team. They all do. You just don't know about it. Yeah, dude. <laughs> ours, ours was <laughs> like. Yeah, that's true. I think. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Ali Castellanos. I don't know if she was or not, but I think she might have. She probably would have been really good at it. Mm-mm. Oh, we were, we weren't uh, that oh good yeah. though. No, we were. We, we were not. Good we weren't that all. good. Especially dude. after uh, what you call him left. What was his name? Uh, uh, Garcia, is it Garcia? Maybe. No, Orlando. It was Orlando. Um, I know who you're talking about. Is it Ryan? Yeah. Is it Ryan? Potentially. I think we, so we lost our land. We lost our land. And, and then we, it, was, it was all downhill yeah, from there. Yeah, we were all, all like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, we're all like, all right. We weren't disciplined enough. No, we weren't. <laughs> yep. Coming back to it. So what would be some, uh, Just I know I, I just wanted to ask because it's been on my mind. Yeah. What are some uses for that salt? You would say if someone was using that at home just for anything like cooking or would you use that for so like this is this is gonna have one of the salty this is gonna have one of the saltiest flavors because this is the most the composi- the composition of this one is the closest to seawater. Do you so have other salts? Yeah. Is so that what these are here? Yeah. So these are all these are part of my salts of the earth collection. I didn't bring the all earth them. collection with. Salsa salts of the earth, the earth collection. collection. I love that, dude. <laughs> that's like a that's like a cologne brand <laughs> or something. Salts of the earth. Oh, so what are the other ones you have here? So th- there was the French, the French gray salt you said, or otherwise known as the Celtic salt. Mm-hmm. What are the other two salts that so, you have here? So um, this is Pacific sea salt. Um, so this one is just sea salt came from the Pacific Ocean. Nice. Uh, just no additives, no fillers, no chemicals. Just it's um, sun drying. They just evaporate the water. It comes straight out there. So with the clay, how do they? Do you know the process of that? Because I know you said it's a natural process. So they're not actually mixing it. It's just the ponds that it grows in over in France. It's already mixed into it. So like the, the so the the dirt. Like I don't know if you ever dug a hole in the backyard or something, and you start seeing it has like red red clay. Like down here in Texas, we have like red clay if you dig deep deep Uh, enough. So in France, they have a grayish clay in their It just extracts it from the clay or what? Yeah. uh So it just naturally forms. So if you were to scoop the water out of the pond and let it evaporate, it's going to have salt that's mixed in with the clay. Does that make sense? Yeah. And what's mm-hmm. the, what's the uh, last salt? You and this one is real salt. Like a lot of people don't know about this one, but this one is one of the rarest, if not the rarest. Um, Thousand dollars. But no. So the, what's cool about this one is it only grow. It I mean, it doesn't grow because it's not a living organism. So that's why. So I have to say all natural and non-GMO. You know, uh, kosher salts because actually salts. Um, or they never were a living organism. So, by USDA uh, qualifications and standards, you can't. It's no such thing as organic salt, because it would have to be an organism to be organic. 
Oh, right, right, right. right, right. You know, so it's all natural. Yeah, it's as natural as you can get. All right. natural. Mm. <laughs> so, what's the real difference between all of them if someone doesn't know? And what would you use those things in terms? Is like, like I said, is would you use them for cooking? Is it for like health purposes? I know you said they can mm-hmm. all be used for um, or salt in general can mm-hmm. use be for all of them. Is there specific mm-hmm. things you use all of them for? Or um, what would be the differences here? So. I, so how I go about it is, oh, and let me finish this about real salt. So real salt, this is a salt from, coming from an ancient seabed in Utah. So during the Jurassic period, back when the dinosaurs used to roam the earth, there was an inland sea in Utah. And that's why you have, like, the capital, Salt, the salt Lake. Lake City, yeah. right? Because this is remnants of the ocean that we used to be in Utah. So it's a lot of salt deposits in Utah. Also Colorado, too. That whole little area, it was inland sea. So it's a lot of leftover salt deposits. And I didn't bring it with me, but I have baking soda, too, which actually is a salt of the earth. It's, it's sodium bicarbonate, and it's naturally found in caves. And that's probably the most powerful salt is baking soda. We And that's the one that everybody uses. But, yeah, literally. <laughs> but uh, the real salt, so if you can see it, I don't know if you can see, but it has a pinkish almost tint to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, most people have seen pink Himalayan sea salt. It's not quite as pink as the pink Himalayan sea salt. Um, but this one is still pink, and that's because the iron content, the minerals and the iron content, um, that's why it's pink. So this one is uh, recommended by chefs as the best tasting one out of the gourmet sea salts. Uh, me personally, I like it. It's really, really salty, so you don't need a lot. Um, the Celtic sea salt is also really salty. It's almost, it's because they're salts, it's hard to describe the flavor as far as, like, I can only describe them in the intensity of saltiness, right? But now, if you're talking about, because when people are eating food, you know, if your taste buds doesn't recognize something, sometimes your brain will just reject it. It may actually be good, but if you're not used to that taste, you may reject you know what I mean? Um, So, for starters, the best one to start off with would be Pacific sea salt as well, because that's just your basic white sea salt. So, this is going to taste just like the the... What you already use, like uh, like kosher salt or something. So like all these salts are kosher. Okay. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So all these salts are kosher. Uh, Do you think like they could help bring out the flavor? I know this is just a, a little off topic too, but I'm I'm also interested. Like they they could help bring out certain flavors of certain dishes since the intensity of salt. Yes, definitely. Yeah, like a steak. Would I would use one of those, and maybe like poultry or fish. I would use a different one. Right. Yeah, and you just gotta kind of you just kind of gotta play it by ear. Like what I like to do is I take I like I take a little tip of it and sprinkle. And then just put it on the tip of my tongue, and that's how I know how to use it in my dish. Good get, yeah, yeah, you know for what sure, I mean? definitely, yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and you can know how much to use because you know too much salt could ruin a dish. You know, so that's also a disclaimer too. You know, salts of the earth are good for you, and I and I completely I uh, keep preaching that it's not the it's not that you need a low sodium diet. You need the right sodium. You know what I mean? Because when you have the right sodium, your cells are functioning properly. The right salts will make your uh, mitochondria produce ATP. Table salt will kill them. Yeah. Table salt will kill them. And it's because it doesn't have anything in it for your cells. So it's just like, yeah, it's just, I mean, it gives you the flavor, but it's missing the, the nutritional value. So it's just, it's almost like a, Putting dishes in the sink and filling up with water and just adding more dishes to the sink. 
and you're just sitting there for days and days, and you never, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the, like the the clog, the clog, the clog is clogged. The, the drain is clogged, mm. and the water, every water, everything you eat is just clogging and clogging and clogging. You know what I mean? And that's why people start having uh, problems with uh, blood blood flow and arteries problems and heart problems and even men- uh, mental clog mental fog. Oh, know. definitely. There's like I mean, there's uh, they're even starting to connect like. Uh, Alzheimer's. My granddad died of Alzheimer's, and now you know, like it's come so far. That was so long ago, but now they're really starting to look at stuff like diet. Yo, like, no, I mean, for sure. Like even for Alzheimer's, which mm-hmm. you know, back back in the day, they wouldn't have said that. Mm-hmm. They, they say would, your they gut is like a second weird. brain, dude. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, it definitely is. Because like, your mood is directly affected on what's gut. in or what's not in your stomach. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. Uh, that's one of the first things I'll, I like got. One of the first reasons I started more looking into greens and like nutrition and stuff mm. like that is actually because of like when I found out it was so your mood was so controlled by your gut. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh man, maybe I should start eating better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I probably wouldn't be in a bad mood. Yeah, yeah it helps how your brain functions too. Yeah, yeah. like it yeah, sends yeah. signals yeah. to your brain. How Which like, I mean, it seems obvious, sure, right? Yeah. Like it seems obvious, but you don't realize how much it really matters. Like you know, you got here and you eat Whataburger. And then people are all pissy for the next like two days mm-hmm. after that, or even just the day after that. And it's right. like, what? You went out and ate this crap food that right. had one. You know yeah. what I mean? That's literally it. And that's literally it. Because, I mean, I mean, we're all being too mystical. Everything, every living thing or anything that comes out of nature has a spirit, or best way to describe it is an energy. Let's just, instead of say spirit, let's say energy or essence of something. So a collard green has its own essence. And you need, just like, Look at it like look at them like different people, like each person has their own unique personality and everything. So, well, don't imagine eating people, but if you can, <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> what my thought. I was, that was my thought when he said that. I was like, you got you power the, the lion and gain its power. <laughs> right. Yeah, you power up and level up by eating other people. I'm gaining your strength. Yeah. Some people right. believe that. Absorbing it. I mean, oh, that's, that's been a, done. That's, like that's an been ancient done culture for, thing, right? For like eons, man. I mean, I think done. even. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the beating heart of your enemy. And yeah, that's and the story <laughs> of uh, Vlad the Impaler and where Dracula came from. I think so. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. He would drink the blood of his enemies. I think he was fighting the Ottoman Empire. He would lead them on stakes and drink their blood. Yeah, yeah. and just scare the shit out of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Imagine marching in somewhere and you just see stakes ridden up people's asses through their you know, <laughs> just stepping like, on the battlefield. Maybe we should, yeah. yeah, I don't know if we should mess with this guy. Yeah, no, he's just like... He's just yeah, like West might be better than East. Gain <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the power of his enemies. Yeah. Apparently, maybe. Who yeah. Knows? <laughs> Who really knows? So but what yeah. else you got over here? Yeah, but each uh, wait finish oh, off sorry. like so each plant has its es- its own essence. And yeah. Essentially, we're consuming that kind of gaining. Yeah. So each plant has its own essence. So um, basil, rosemary, collard greens, carrots—they have their own essence, and their essence. The best way to describe them in modern day terms is composition of vitamin a vitamin b vitamin k iron uh b9 folate so everyone has a different combination of different vitamins and minerals and that's where the energy of the food is is in the vitamins and that's why so many people drink mineral water now almost like a like you could say like it's character right yeah right, right. like it's character you know mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah mm-hmm. i think it's crazy we've steered so far from eating like the foods that give us this stuff naturally that people are just I need to eat my vitamins. Right, and it's free. That's the best part. I mean, it's not free. I still got water and everything, but these, essentially, it's free. Like, I don't have to, you can, 
in a perfect world, right, or just whatever your living situation is, you can take a seed, put it in dirt, and grow your own food. You know, that's kind of amazing to me. That's what even got me started growing food. Cause I was like, self reliance. Yeah, self reliance, self sufficiency, and it's just it's just more efficient. You know what I mean? I, I would say, yeah, real magic, right. like practical, like yeah, yeah, literally. like magic in a different sense, but like really practical, like one, yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Let's ask you earlier. Do you think that brings you peace in a way? Oh, like for sure, the, yeah, yeah. for sure. And I and I garden if I can, I garden with my shoes off. So I can connect to Earth. Um, I hate wearing shoes in the first place. Yeah, so that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> I only like wearing shoes when I'm out places. Like, yeah, like, I was that kid. I ran around barefoot literally mm-hmm. all the time. Concrete, yeah, me too. In the middle of the woods, like I mean, I would, you know, I mean, like, and I suffered for it. Yeah, I, I still got, sti- got I got scars. stitches. Yeah, 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 I got stitches yeah. multiple times, but, but like it always just I don't I don't know I just I liked it. I mean that's your natural that's your natural feeling, you know. And then even they're just now discovered. I mean they discovered this about a decade ago, but like in Oregon. I think uh, it was at Oregon University of Girls. This was back when I was in high school, so this had to be like 2012 or 2011. It was like a team of the cross country or track and field. They uh, noticed that by them running with their shoes off barefoot, that their muscles got twice as stronger. That makes sense. And uh, and their recovery rate was twice as much. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't be surprised. I mean, there's even a company out there that makes shoes that are supposed to be like your barefoot now. Right. Because he's like really pushing for how much the modern shoe really just fucks up your feet. And then, you know, and it works its way up, right? Like, so it starts with your feet, and then it's your knees, and then it's your hips, and then it's your back. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I'm feeling that. Yeah. No, same. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. Definitely. Not to get too off topic, but but I I think it's kind of weird that there's like a separation of, you know, like we've been kind of separated from the food we eat. Like, Uh there's a big gap in um, Mm -hmm. like a bunch of steps that now go between the making of the food and the eating of the food. Mm -hmm. Right or the growing of the food and the eating of the food, mm-hmm. and we're like separated from the sky by a bunch of different things, and we're separated from the ground by our shoes, mm-hmm. and like just a like overall separation from natural order of things mm-hmm. that I think could honestly really possibly be doing a lot to people's psychology, mm-hmm. like on a yeah ma- processed on a mass foods scale. are way worse for it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah but it's like processed foods and just not being able to see the stars all the time. I know other people talk about that, but I do think uh, honestly that's important. Mm-hmm. And then also not being able to feel the ground, like you said, mm-hmm. like it's just like that's three different areas that are probably the most important areas of just it all, all humanity in, in general. Yeah. Yeah. And then now there's one, you know, with sociability. Now we all have phones and all that stuff, so you don't have to hang out with people to talk to them. Right. You don't have to do that. So it's really like we're being separated from the most important DoorDash. things. You don't have like to go and do anything for your food. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which I mean, I guess I, I get that. You know, people are drunk. I don't want them driving around to go get right. fucking it's whatever. Convenient. You know? Sometimes, <laughs> like, you yeah, know, yeah. But, uh, but it's just weird that that you know people act differently, and and uh, I think that's like a huge contributor. Sorry, I didn't want to get off that too much, but oh, I no. you said something really interesting about no, yeah. being separated from the food, and I was like, oh, that's another one because I've always thought about the other two, uh-huh. like ground, and, and I was like, that's another one. True, food and sociability. I was like, wow. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Somebody was breaking yeah. it. Might have took a fry out or two. I didn't want to get too off topic. I just thought that was an interesting point you made, and I was like, I was like, wow. Yeah. Oh no, but it's crazy. It's really not off topic. That's the thing when you talk about nature, everything always kind of connects back to together. You know, the whole circle of life thing. So you were talking as above, so below, right? Right, literally, as above, so below, as within, so without. So, um, the most prevalent 
element on earth is salt water. So it's like the most prevalent body. I mean, prevalent in your body. So now we're talking about being separated from the earth. Separation from the earth lowers your, because um, the heart produces electromagnetic field, just like the earth has electromagnetic field. So, is and, it, and you know, some people get so weirded out about this or are comfortable, but it's really, it's fact. Like, your, your body runs on electricity. So there's a fact that the surface of the earth has negative electrons, free roaming electrons all across the surface of the earth. So if you were to step um, on the surface of the earth barefoot, you would receive a charge, and all the positive ions that you are have been generating will be released into the earth. It'll, it'll um, decrease stress. It'll help your muscle recovery. It'll stop joint pain, stop inflammation, and it's just almost like it's it's essentially putting your phone on a wireless charger. How you just sit it on top of like it walking and it on the beach, right? Yeah, walking the immediate on immediate difference of feeling mm-hmm. you get when you're actually barefoot walking mm-hmm. on even a dry beach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, it builds that. up your immune system, and that's why I think we even had a pandemic or in having these weird bugs around because I think it's like a flu bug going around now right now. Um, I think it's because we're so separated from nature and we don't go out. Like, it doesn't mean that you can't sit in your house and play video games and do what we all love to do. It's just like, I don't know, when, like, before modern times, before we had so much access to technology, there were days where, okay, we're going to the park or we're going down by the creek. You see it in these old movies. They go out and shoot rocks I by the creek or something. I grew up doing you that. You know stuff, what I mean? You know? Mm hmm. But it's not it's not as popular to do that now. As it, yeah, no, no, no. almost unpopular. Right, you I know. Would even say, yeah, yeah. People don't even like going outside. You know, they just think people hate people, dude. Yeah, mom, people you're next to somebody, they look at you weird. You just walk up, they're like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And you're like, "Bro, I'm just enjoying nature." Like, right. Like back then, you could sit on a bench next to somebody. Someone would probably spark a conversation. Uh-huh. Now yeah. you sit on a bench next to somebody. Someone's like, "What do you?" Or you could sit under a tree and yeah. read a book with a blanket, and nobody would be thinking that you're weird. If you go out in the park right now and sit on the tree, they're gonna be like, "Oh, here goes this hippie dude or whatever." Yeah, you know right. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. It's like, no, that you, was a thing. Though. Our parents used to have na- uh, block parties. Have they? Like, have y'all y'all's parents ever told y'all about that? Like. I- yeah, Where like they the would whole literally street. close off yeah. the street yeah. on both sides yeah. and just have like everybody would contribute yeah. and you just had it. You would never see that now. I've had that. I've seen it when I was younger. That. I've seen it when really? I was younger. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, when I was a kid too. Stuff, when I was no, a kid we definitely too. did stuff like with our, you know, like our street, especially like with Halloween friends, but and stuff. Mostly it was the kids uh-huh. participating. The, the adults, like at least for us, never really participated. Yeah, I saw like adults. Like, the and kids stuff. had to organize it. It'd be like a neighborhood thing sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Depending, but we lived in like a like we li- the neighborhoods that we lived in. I feel like it was its own little subdivisions, you know. Oh, so people, right. I feel like, would come more together. private, uh-huh. a little bit more private neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. Or something. Well, no, not like necessarily private, not but like private, smaller. but they were. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they weren't a thing that you block off, but it was so small mm-hmm. that it would just you know you could go. Just have it. Like the Halloween's the closest thing now, right. and even Halloween's kind of weird now. Like like. <laughs> right, yeah, right, 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 right. Come right, hang out, yeah, me and my friends. <laughs> everybody's got one of them. For real. Oh, uh, yeah, so uh, what else do you got here? I know uh, with these bags and you got some uh, smaller little jars here aside. And then uh, the honey, of course, you did. 
Whatever you okay. want to start with. I'm going to touch on the honey last. I'm going to touch on the honey Yeah, last. that's the one I'm most excited okay. about. Just say, okay. I'm so excited about this we shit just, right here. So we just talked about the sauce of the earth. Now I'm going to make it make sense because a lot of people don't know what sea moss is. And it's going to make sense. So just everything we've learned about sea salt. So. Yeah, let me be real with you. Whenever I first started seeing him do sea moss, I was like, who the fuck is buying this shit? I, right. like, I have no yeah. idea. What, I, was like, I don't know what sea moss is. What are the benefit? I was so interested though. I don't I was, want like, your sea moss. I was googling sea moss. I'm not even lying. Before I reached out to him, I was googling sea moss. Like As when he first regular moss. <laughs> That's for real. For real. Could I, was, I eat it out of that bag? <laughs> I just want to know. Could I? Could I mm. pull it out of that bag and eat it? You could. It would not it be pleasant. Be no, it wouldn't be pleasant. It's very edible, but in that state, it's not very pleasant. Um. So. Like I was saying, okay, where was I? Okay. Salts. So the salts. So the salts of the earth, these are the salts that's in the sea, depending on the region, right? So this is Utah. This is France. This is, you know, Hawaii, uh, tropical places in the Pacific Ocean. Now, this sea moss, uh, you can kind of see it. I'll actually take some out so you can see what it looks like. And it's all, it's all going to come full circle. So this sea moss is a form of sea moss called Yukima Katoni. Now this is the real popular one you see and you can all, can you smell that? Can you see it smells just like the ocean? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Yeah, you got to get that over there. Holy shit. There's, there's no debate of where that came from, no, right? <laughs> I kind of like that. Yeah, it smells good, right? It reminds it's me of the, the beach. beach. Yeah, like yeah, 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 I'm a big ocean person. Cuz the seaweed washes up ashore. It, oh, yeah. dude, I, I actually love that. Yeah. That's the ocean. Is that gross? Wait, no, pass that, it's pass not. that to Josh just cuz Josh, you got so Oh yeah, just a quick note to everyone if you're wondering why Josh isn't on today. His wisdom teeth got taken out, so Cole is subbing in for him. Yeah, I'm not Josh if y'all didn't notice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are probably wondering just thought we throw that in there. They probably couldn't even tell. They're like, "Who is this guy?" Yeah, I it like, it's like a fresh, like. But it smells. Yeah, you know, it, yeah, when yeah. I say "whoa," like that is the ocean. Oh. That you know is the some ocean. Some people think Galveston smells bad. I don't because it's like a childhood, like. Oh no! Uh, I mean, it smells uh, like seawater for me. So like, it makes me think of our beach house that we used to have growing up. That are some of my happiest memories. When I, mean, I smell this, I'm like, it smells like seawater. It yeah, it's just because it's salt. Like that water's extra salty. That's why you yeah, smell yeah, like yeah, really yeah. salt. Yeah. Like it's it's okay. So, so continue. Sorry. Like at least we have a beach. It smells like landlocked. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that's. Oh no, I love the beach. Anywhere I'm with there's you on that water, one. that's how it smells. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's <laughs> right. yeah exactly. They just haven't experienced. Right, it, like maybe. people trans Galveston so hard. It's the people who don't go though. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. the people oh, who yeah. never go to Galveston yeah. who are always like, dude, it sucks. I'm like, you've yeah. ne- you've been one time. Oh, the culture is great for the most part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's I mean? very diverse. It's very extremely. Yeah. Oh, Galveston for sure. It's 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 weird because it's a laid back beach city, but also it. It's Galveston, right. you know. Yeah. You it's know like an I mean? extension of Houston as a hippie <laughs> yeah. colony. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah, literally, man. The county's its own thing. It used sure. to be, uh, back in the old days, it used to be the Las Vegas of the South. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, 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 dude. The Strand and uh, the freaking... Because uh, all the people from the, the Galvez ship, Hotel. Mm-hmm. The Galvez Hotel used to be one of the nicest hotels Who was it who came here and stayed at the Galvez? Was it FDR? There was a couple... I think there was a couple presidents mm-hmm. have stayed there. Yeah, I think sure. so. I think, like, maybe three. What's the yeah. statue? Do you know the history of the one statue? It's, like, the lady... Uh, like it was like she's pointing a certain direction. I think it's like once you pull in, it's like that. Like she's pointing towards. Uh, that sounds very familiar. There's like a. St- no, it's just that like a. It's like a. 
for it was for sailors. Like whenever they pull in, it's like pointing you direct, like direction to where like you stay or you could stay like uh, oh, okay, inns okay, and shit okay. like that. Yeah, like yeah. It's oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have to Google that. Can't believe I never knew that. Yeah. It's like on Broadway. Dang. I think it's and that's yeah. weird because I'm a Galveston history nerd. Yeah, I don't know how you didn't know that. Yeah, I don't know. I know exactly what you're talking about. I just can't visualize it right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm brought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's near the church. Yeah, the big on Broadway. Catholic church, the white one, the Gothic, like the big Gothic church by the um, Bishop's Palace. Is it that one? Oh, okay, that's cool. Okay, sorry. I'm just trying to think. I don't know what I think. I think I have like. I think I have so much on my mind, and I'm like holding well, there's it. A, there's I'm, a big, beautiful white Gothic church in Galveston off of uh, right closer to East uh, Beach, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like Stewart, like down towards Stewart. Right wait, now, wait, which one are you about? I'm thinking of one by the Bishop's Palace. Yeah, the 61st is yeah, I'm thinking coming East from, Beach. yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Well, that's beautiful. Sorry. Y'all, y'all see it. Now you know, though, next yeah. time y'all are in Galveston, you're on Broadway, you'll, you'll see the statue for sure. Okay. So, where were we? I mean, Galveston is Galveston has a rich uh, history as well. Even when we're talking about seaweed, it has a lot of seaweed. It's just because of the, the oil and fishing industry. Um, it, the, 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 it's too many chemicals out in that. They, they do the drilling. They have the, uh, what are those called? The oil rigs out there in the Gulf. So yeah, there's a lot of yeah. waste. You wouldn't down. really want to eat the seaweed that comes from there, but it's it's plentiful amounts of seaweed, as you can see. Is sea moss basically oh, yeah, seaweed? Yeah, so it's a seaweed. It's an algae, to be exact. It's an algae. So that everybody calls it sea moss. I'm not sure where that name came from. I guess from the way it grows. From Randy. Oh. <laughs> it's named after Randy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get, it yeah. took me a while to get that one. Oh, it took me a while to get that one. No, so um, yeah. so they call it sea moss. That's a, it's his nickname, but it's really it's really it's really a red algae, and there's over a thousand different types of species. Now, out of those thousands, I mean, some grow in China, some grow in Vietnam, Taiwan, Canada, Peru, Argentina, uh, even some places in Africa. So it it just depends on where you want to source it from, but I source mine personally from Saint Lucia, and Maine. Where's that at? In Maine, say Saint Lucia is a part of the the islands, so, yeah, the Caribbean islands. Uh, so um, there's specific reason as to why. Yeah, the waters are cleaner out in Saint Lucia, as far as harvesting this particular species. Now this species, I call it the ramen noodle species. That's exactly what it resembles, right? It looks just like yeah. <laughs> ramen noodles, right? Maybe like n- veggie noodle? Yeah. Sea noodles. Like sea got the yeah, yeah, gluten-free version. And they grow in these big clusters. They're kind of cut up now, but they've grown these big clusters. And I don't know if you can see this. I kind of just dropped some on the table, but I'm going to do this. See how I can bring it full circle back to salts of the earth. Uh, oh, wow, yeah. Wow, wow, that's crazy. crazy. You and can you literally shake that, it off of it. That's, that is that's some mineral rich. That's so cool. That is. Holy fuck. You can see it. Yeah. yeah. She's like pink and white for those of you. It, uh, you're not going to be able to see right. it. Right. Yeah. yeah. You can literally see the if salt. You ever seen, shook it off. If you've ever seen so pink cool. Himalayan sea salt, it, that's exactly what it looks like. Or even this yeah. real salt. It kind of looks identical to the real salt. You know what I mean? Uh, now I know what you mean by real salt. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. That's crazy. Because real salt, they'd be like, 
What you mean real salt? Yeah, I got the salt. It's in the it's, it's in salt, the cabinet. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, but real that's what it's called. It's, it's actually called Redmond's real salt because you can only find it in Redmond's Utah. Uh, and um, so. But where is this? Uh, where is this sea moss from? This sea moss. You said it's from. This sea moss is from St. Lucia. Right. right. This right. this yeah, is Yukima okay, yeah. In the Caribbean. Yes. Now there's another species that is viral and has it looks just like this, but it's very thin, and they call it Honduran sea moss. It's actually called Gracilaria. I don't have any Gracilaria at the moment, just because I can't find a supplier that I trust at the moment. But I have a supplier that I I trust with this one, and this one is completely wild harvested. Sometimes with sea moss, you'll see wild crafted. Wild crafted means that it was farmed, so it was farmed, which is not a bad thing, but. I mean, if you want to get the most maximum potency, you want it to be straight from the wild. A lot of people wildcraft because they are trying to sustainably source it, um, so they kind of can control who's fishing and who's going in the waters and stuff. You know what I mean? Uh, is there an issue with saying who your supplier is for that? Just because, like, you know, people probably look it up anyway. I it's a, it's, it's. I mean, it's a company. Yeah, it's a company, uh, Saint Lucia. Um, yeah, I mean it's Saint Lucian Sea Moss. That's literally the name of the company. That's the name of the Saint company. Saint Lucian cool. Sea Moss Company. Yeah, <laughs> so it doesn't get any easier than that, right? But yeah, um, this is my supplier. Um, this is for my Yukima Katoni. Now I have another supplier in Maine for another species. So that th- th- this other stuff is here. Yeah, is this an American species. Um, the main one. The main one. It is technically it's American species, but it grows all throughout the North Atlantic. It grows oh, okay, along yeah, rocky yeah. coast in the North Atlantic. Now, this one, I'm trying to see if I can find another color. Because this is the full spectrum. Oh, This is the full spectrum. So, the reason I wanted to bring this one is because you can see the full spectrum of the colors. So, with this one, the purple is the, mo- the, purple is the most mature, right? So, this is very mature CMOS. And it's the most potent because it has uh, a lot of antioxidants and it has... Uh, I am so bad at pronouncing words, but it has a chemical in it that you see in other blue and red vegetables, um, like uh, beets and um, uh, blueberries and uh, purple onions. It's a mineral? Other types of spinach and lettuce, like purple and red. Right. Like. That boosted more uh, antioxidants. It's on my website. But... Is it anthocyanines? Yes, Anthocyanines or anthocyanines? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's Antioxidants right. found in red, purple, and blue veggies and fruit. Right. Yes. Natural. You ver- like commonly used as natural dyes, but may also provide health benefits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the purple sea moss. So this is what sea moss looks like mature, and this is juvenile sea moss, which is green. So it's not quite. It's it's ready to eat, but it hasn't reached its full maturity as a plant. So you can tell at how deep it grows by the color. So. This one grows the deepest. And in the, like, ocean? In the ocean. This one is at the deepest depths, and the green is at medium depth. It's kind of deep, but not as deep as the purple. And then sometimes, so this is the blonde. This is the, These are all the same plants, but these are different maturity levels. And then also the blonde, this is one you're going to see the most common. So the blonde doesn't have much of a taste. It's very mild, and it doesn't have much of a taste. Now, sometimes it'll already start turning blonde in the ocean if it's closer to the surface. So sometimes it'll start turning blonde. But even if not, a lot of people will take the sea moss 
And most of the time when you get the CMOS, it'll be full spectrum like this. It'll be mixed up with purple and green because it's not going to be one sing single purple plant because he's talking about the depths as what it's grown. It's, it's all, all one plant like that goes deeper. Right. Uh -huh. oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And um, so they sun dry it. Um, but this one is the full spectrum, so all of this was just one plant pulled up and just laid out on a table to sun dry. Oh, oh and they just cut it out. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I don't know, man. I no, you can only see it. Like if you ever watch those documentaries, like under the ocean, like like you know, like sea documentaries, you can only see it's like a tall stack that like grows and literally it's like a rainbow of the seaweed. Mm -hmm. As you get higher to the top, it gets lighter. Mm -hmm. That's insane. Yeah, yeah because the 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 deep the deeper it is, uh, the less sunlight can reach it, so it maintains its color. There's a lot of fish that live in those too, right? Yeah, like, like sometimes like, you because there'll be like big field, you know, big areas of mm -hmm. it. A lot of fish eat it. Sometimes you'll see like a you can see like something's been nibbled off, or you'll see seashells or different different things in here. Which is a disclaimer: if you're not okay with that, you probably don't want the raw sea moss. You probably want the sea moss gel, which I can clean up for you and everything. And um, I don't know if you, would y'all happen to have a bowl because I want to demonstrate something. A bowl? Yeah, a bowl. Yeah, I'll grab that okay. for you. Yeah, y'all y'all can continue okay. on. I'll grab that bowl. <coughs> Excuse me. So, um, this one is Yukima Katoni. Um, the main difference between this one and what I'm going to show you next is the contrast. Oh, make sure it's picking you. Okay. Up. Hello. No, 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 you're good. You're good. I, no, no. You guys. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> no. So, um, Yukima Katoni um is the most uh prevalent one. Cause you're gonna find that in all the tropical places, um. So, oh, I meant to ask you to give me some water too. If you give me yeah, some, in the bowl? Uh, yeah. We'll, we'll put put this. Add water to that. Yeah, that's perfect. Uh, is it gonna explode? No, it's gonna. It's gonna grow. It's like. Yeah, yeah. it starts growing <laughs> immediately. <laughs> And I didn't nearly fill it up as much as you could, but you're going to see it. It's amazing like how fast kid. it grows. Yeah. Little kids so watching. Is it literally about that. to get, Is it like actually about so to grow? So, yeah. So, look, we can, we can, I don't know if they can see that, but expand. it's about to actually grow and expand. So, the only reason I'm demonstrating this is to make it understood why sea moss and salt soda earth are one of the same things because one thing that people know about sea moss is the whole 92 minerals and vitamins that's the one thing that everybody knows 92 minerals and vitamins um and the reason it has 92 minerals and vitamins is because it absorbs the seawater inside of it so what this is is basically a multivitamin it's a food source and i'm gonna tell you about this one this one so and this also also this is often c confused with Irish moss. So Irish moss and sea moss are two different things. So Irish moss is a sea moss, but not all sea moss is Irish moss. Irish moss is conjures crispus, what I'm going to show you next. While that's soaking, I'll go on the conjures crispus. This is that? Yeah, this conjures crispus. Oh, and by the way, conjures I brought y'all some free samples. So, um, Oh, hell yeah. I want y'all to that. pick a flavor. So, so um, okay. All right. I know, right? <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm, I get real excited when it comes to this. So, um, so basically, um, this is the raw version. What I just showed you guys was the raw version. Now, you soak it in water, usually from 12 to 24 hours at most, and it will expand. And then you can, some people just like to blend it as it is raw, or some people like to cook it on the stove, and then you can blend it. 
And the fact that it looks like ramen noodles is kind of crazy because it almost cooks like ramen noodles to where, like, you know how if like you... you could make it like that? Yeah, yeah, you, you actually could eat them and cook like them like the ramen noodles. Yeah. Like, like you would actually do it like mm-hmm. that? They do it in a lot of uh, oriental dishes. Uh-huh. Yeah, really? I mean, they use a lot of seaweed. We had the seaweed, seaweed. Had, yeah. but like as your main noodle, you could use it. Like you like, could, but you have to like be very careful with do? the temperature because if you overheat it, it'll turn. The, it's almost like uh, those ramen noodles, like the Marochan ramen noodles. You know, if you heat them up too long, they just turn to mush. Mush. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah so okay. that's what it is. You just got it's more about temperature control. But it, yeah, it is for expanding. Sure. It's kind of mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh okay. uh, yeah, give it about like ten minutes. You, it'll really expand much. Uh, um. So the so it actually it has a chemical in it called carrageenan. So carrageenan is used in cosmetics and products, and it's actually you can't make a clear beer without carrageenan. So a clear what? A clear beer. A beer? Yeah. Oh, oh, the, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. They use carrageenan in the uh, brewing process. Like in a like in a Michelob or something like that. Like in a clear. Like a well, no, it doesn't matter the color. Just so it's no foam, like the beer's oh, not foam. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. They they use the carrageenan in that. They also use it as cow feed. But carrageenan itself, as an extract, which comes from seaweed, specifically uh, sea moss, is not as good as having the carrageenan connected to the plant, right? So the carrageenan is what makes it this gel-like substance when it's heated up. So that's where the the gel comes from. So everybody knows the sea moss gel. So these are the sea moss gels, and I brought the fruit flavor ones because the fruit flavor ones, this is going to get the best reaction. But if you were to just make the regular gel out of the purple, yellow, green, or mix them all together, um, you can use it on your skin. You can use it on your hair. Make your hair soft. It'll get rid of dandruff. You can use it on burns and cuts and wounds because the thing about it is it's pure biotin, it's pure collagen, and it's pure keratin. And I know a lot of people, especially a lot of women, you look in their you look in their pantry or their medicine cabinet, and it's biotin, B twelve, um, keratin. Uh, Cut all that. That's good yeah, for your you hair. Can just eat, yeah, yeah, you can just eat sea moss, and you don't have to take five different pills and stuff. You know what I mean? And it'll be faster results because it's bioavailable. Like your body is not it's not taking a la- an, a chemical that was extracted from something natural in a lab, and your body has to recognize and identify this your body will automatically identify this yeah, because yeah, it's cool, in the yeah. same composition yeah. of there's what a, your body is there's a lot of uh doctors that'll tell people to drink less protein shakes because their body actually doesn't know how to hand like doesn't know what to do with it mm-hmm. is it's not the same as getting like natural food source right right, right. yeah that whole yeah. protein not, not that that's for everybody but mm-hmm. but i mean there's some dot like depending on your situation mm-hmm. that, that might be a thing. Yeah. That's why I stick to like all greens and beans style protein because at least oh, okay. you know it's like protein coming just from powder. Right. Yeah. 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 Because um the, this is pro this is a protein I guess we consider the gel form is a protein shake but this is full of protein and actually um kind of a funny way to put it that is technically a protein shake if you think yeah, about it. Really it. Is. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pr- it's a protein shake for sure, man. And um, it has protein, it has B-complex vitamins, has a lot of iron, a lot of potassium, a lot of zinc, which a lot of foods do you, it's a lot of foods that don't have zinc. But most of the time when you get zinc from foods, it's either dark leafy greens um, or some type of seafood. I mean, there's other foods here and there, but you're talking about the most common things you can find zinc in, um, it's going to be seafood and dark leafy greens. And zinc is really important because zinc 
is the building block of everything. Like um, even semen is mostly composed of zinc. So zinc is the building block of. So everything. if I stop eating zinc, I don't have to use condoms, right? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, if you want to take the chance, man, but I can't. You don't, don't, you can't. Don't, Just kidding. Don't invite me to the baby shower. What he's saying is, it's like, it's good for the skin. Don't invite me to the baby shower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be oh, mad on that me. note, <laughs> so you can tell it was my fault. Yeah. <laughs> Side note: I've been wanting to say congratulations, also on on your. Uh, oh, what's up, child? Oh yeah, yeah. Thank your son, you, son oh, on the yeah, way. Yeah, on, yeah. on the way, on the way. Yeah. Oh, on the okay, way. okay, yeah, you on the way. That's cool. You should be here in two months, give or take. You know, they never come on a due date. Dawn of a new era, am I right? Yeah, yeah. right. Literally, <laughs> literally, it's the dawn of a new era, man. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm really excited for that. I'm really excited yeah. for that. Happy so, for uh, do you, does your, uh, I mean, I don't know what the situation is. Your wife, uh, your oh yeah, my girlfriend. Uh-huh. Uh, does she like? Does she eat a lot of this stuff? Yeah, if you ask her, uh, according to her, this is why she got pregnant. <laughs> good, good or bad? Thing? <laughs> like, like, good thing. Basically, because it things. makes you very fertile. You know what I mean? It makes, oh, okay. it makes you fertile. But I mean. The thing about fertility is anything that restores your body and puts vitamins and minerals in it is going to make your body function at a proper way. Yeah, so almost everything will make you fertile in the right amounts. But some things just kind of boom, you know. And sea moss is one of those things you have to consistently take it and everything. But it's definitely, it's definitely, a, it's also a mild aphrodisiac as well. But I just don't like to market it like that. But I mean, it is, it is, it is a very mild aphrodisiac. Yeah, and it will definitely make uh, the female or the man more potent. But it also help you think better because it has the iodine in it. You know, make and you think better. Or? <laughs> no, you'll think clearer and better. Like yeah, yeah, that's, that's fucking more potent. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to ask before we dive in here, what's the thirteen? I've been I've been wondering on the dawn of a new era, and it just has thirteen. What's the thirteen specifically? Is that like the start of your journey, or? Well, yeah. So the the number thirteen is really powerful, and you can go look it up in numerology mm-hmm. or anything. You know, um, if you really think about it, even in the school system, thirteen represents completion and elevating to another level. So if you think about it, K through twelve, right, is really the twelfth grade is really the thirteenth grade. If you really think about it, I mean, technically, kindergarten is not a grade, but it's 13. You know what I mean? It's 13 stages before you can graduate and go to the university, right? You go to a university, right? Or go to the collegiate level, you know? So um, that's what it is. I feel like, you know, it's the dawn of a new era. Um, The 13 is, it's, uh, it's a gate. This is the last step before you can go and do other things because it's, because what, what really inspired me um, is, you know, I grew up in the Catholic Church. Um, Same. You know, they always talk about the disciples, Jesus and the 12 disciples, or Yahshua. Um, They're supposed to which be makes 13. 13. Which right. makes 13. I mean, that makes, yeah. You know what I mean? And almost everything, um, if you do military time on a clock, um, once the first cycle of 12 is completed, the next cycle starts with, 1300 hours so one o'clock is 1300 hours in real time or military time because military time is real time because there's 24 24 hours hours in a day so if you count 12 hours two times technically that's not you know what i mean you're right you never complete it so you keep going around the loop 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of yeah, I always start at 13 because I always get to completion. <laughs> <laughs> and then if you think of it, even if you, even if you think about it, and 13 is when uh, most people start yeah. puberty. You now you're a teenager. You're not a kid anymore. You're a teenager, technically. Oh yeah. yeah, I mean, thirteen is a big thing for a lot of different stuff in the Jewish I mean, culture. Uh, you become Jewish a man at, yes, age 13. at thirteen. Um, I mean, thirteen is bad luck in some cultures. Thirteen is actually a good omen mm-hmm. in some cultures. You know, like I mean, but there, there, yeah, there's a lot of different cultures that have a bunch of different bases mm-hmm. around thirteen. And, and then I'm also on for days about that. And then I also graduated in 2013. So nice. that was that was <laughs> too. And it was like to get to the bottom of it. Right. Yeah, but no, I believe in the power of the 13 for real. And if you ever see my post or anything, I always say 13 love or 13 gratefulness or 13 abundance. That's a good attitude yeah. to have about it cuz like it, typically in America it's a, it's an unlucky number. Right. And you know I, what I mean like hotels don't have 13 floors and right. you know like yeah. you, you name it, you know. But it's actually the I mean to me it's the luckiest number because it's the, it represents completion, and we don't even know that we're observing 13 in every area of life. You know, Just like yeah. I was saying like about the school system, you have to get to the 13th level in order to get somewhere else to graduate. You know? And, you know, everybody mostly believes in, uh, especially in America, predominantly Christian. That's 12 disciples plus one Christ. You know what I mean? Um, or Mary, I guess, depending on how you look at it, right? I guess if, if Christ is separate than that, would it be Mary as the 13th? Um. I'm not quite sure. I'm looking. I at wasn't it. raised Catholic, so. Oh no! Well, I'm looking at that. it more of the perspective of, like, as a whole, as if there are a group, right? So it's Jesus and the twelve disciples, right? Yeah. right. Yeah. So yeah, that's women thirteen. Women didn't have then, so it was like a group of dudes. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> group of homies. <laughs> <laughs> group of homies. She she was on the outside. She's like, "Can I join?" Like, dude. And they're like, "Hey!" They're like, "Come on, dude." Boys night. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's boys us. night. No, no yeah. but no, for it's real. enough that we invited you to Last Supper. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I mean, <laughs> like she's outside the picture. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> there were a lot of women involved, like a uh, Mary Magdalene and different women. But you know how it is back in those days. They don't really talk about women and what they do, you know. But I mean, it. Back to the thing with the thirteen. The thirteen is is really just. It's just 13 is everything. The 13 is you. And I don't know how long it'll take people to get that, but you'll realize it. The 13 is you. You get you got 13 major joints in your body. You know what I mean? Uh, that, no, this is this definitely, and now that you say that, people that listen to this are probably going to be like <laughs> seeing it everywhere. Right, now you're going to start seeing <laughs> right, 13, 13 everywhere. 13 everywhere. <laughs> Yeah. I know, yeah. Your total's <laughs> gonna be thirteen, thirteen at the coffee yeah. shop and everything. Yeah. But, so, uh, what else is yeah, going no, on? No, so we got here? the this. We're the sea okay, so gel, the the CMOS smoothies or yeah. this. No, what do we say? The so this is the uh, CMOS gel. This is the fruit infused CMOS gel. So the pink one, we got dragon fruit. How do you infuse it with like actual? Like, how do you infuse those? So depending on the fruit, I will either use a uh, freeze dried powder. It's organic, organic freeze dried fruit powder. Um, or I will use the fresh fruit if I have it available. And how do you like how to do squeeze? No, no, I will actually put the whole fruit. Oh, in oh like dang. so, okay, if it's cool, bananas, cool, cool. I will put the whole banana in there. But oh, yeah. I'm starting to realize that it's actually more easier to use the freeze dried fruit powder, and it's um, it's more efficient because technically it's still the same organic plant; it's just crushed into a powder, and then that helps especially like with shipping and different things because. It lasts longer. It lasts a lot longer yeah. with the powder than it would. Uh-huh. So the gel is that just like directly from the moss? How does it like? I, I'm, 
Yeah. How does it get from the moss to the gel state? So, like how we're doing right now, we will soak this for 24 hours. We soak this for 24 hours, then we put it in the stove. We heat it up. That's what we do specifically. So we heat it up. Well, really just let it simmer. We don't want it to boil because we, we want to keep some of this vitality in it. So after that, we uh, let it cool down. I like to let – some people blend theirs, blend theirs raw. Like some people don't even heat it up. I like to heat it up because I feel like it sterilizes a little bit more. Um, and, you know, because you never know. This came out of the ocean, right? So you never know what may be entangled in these. Right. I like to sterilize a little bit more. I soak it with lime as well. So normally I would soak this in a big tub with lime, sometimes lemon, and I will take that water out and then put new water in it, then simmer it. And then after the simmering process, I let it cool down to see if it's coagulating. It'll start making a jelly-like substance. And then that's when I take piece by piece as much as I can fit into my blender, and I blend it. And um, with the fruit infused, I would just mix the powders with it or the fruit depending on you know if it's a local or if it's a local order i would more than likely use fruit if it's if i'm delivering i like to use the fruit powders and i think that actually i'm transitioning now to only using the fruit powders because it's still the same fruit like i said and it's just more efficient and um you get to have your product a lot longer because if i use real fruit this is like i don't know if you ever made a, a, a smoothie and kept it in the fridge for two or three like days a, it's gonna get start max yeah you max. know what i mean so um, this is works a lot better. So, so what other uh, flavors you got? So here? this is dragon fruit, uh, mango, and this is. It does, I know it doesn't look like it, but it's strawberry banana. You got to realize when a banana is open, see, oh, yeah. it turns brown. So yeah, but it, it tastes good. So I don't know which one y'all want to try. Or I mean, I got. I mean, I I'd like to try I'll all. Try of them. any of them. Yeah, let me so, try all. Yeah. Hey, show, hold up the bowl too. Let him let him see, cause it has yeah, it has, the bowl has grown. Yeah. Oh yeah. I probably should have filled the whole thing up with water. Which ones am I holding? What am I holding? Um, that's the uh, dragon fruit. I always call it. I'm always about to call it dragon fruit. And then, and then the yellow one's mango. Mango. And then um. He's got. I think he's got a. Uh, to oh yeah. Wait, we can open these. I know they're not open. I just yeah. Oh, here you go. I'm actually. What did you get? I don't really like mangoes, but I'm gonna try this. <laughs> I, got I got all of them. I have a feeling we it might taste. We both, we both got, got all of them. You don't, don't like, like mango with hot sauce? You, you, don't, like you don't like mangoes? Dude, not really. I do just you. not like the main flavor of being just mango. Like you I like, like fresh mango mangoes? Hot sauce you like, like fresh mangoes? Mm, I don't typically like the eat fruit. Them, no. I hate no, I hate those. Like the I feel tiny like you would love fresh mango. I don't know. The mango is so good. It's one of my favorite fruits. Me too, man. Mango is so good for anything, honestly, mm -hmm. at any point in time. Let's see. I'm going for the mango sea moss here. Oh, this is pretty good. It's like earthy. Yeah, you didn't. You weren't expecting that flavor, right? From this, right? No, <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. from that That's smell that you smelled earlier, you wouldn't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's some sea moss in there. And this all has the sea moss mm -hmm. plus the. This is mostly sea moss and then just infused with fruit. Yeah. With the fruit. So you can use this for your skin, for your like hair. I could put like I could put this in my hair. You could. I don't recommend. <laughs> I don't recommend it, but I mean each fruit has their own benefits and stuff too. So I mean, 
It, it wouldn't matter. You can put this in your hair, too. You can put it on your skin. I mean, mango and dragon fruit have a lot of benefits. Would you just use this for, like, edible purposes? or like? I would use this mostly for edible purposes. But if you want to put it on your hair and your skin, you could. It's not going to hurt it. But just make sure you wash it out good because it has fruit in it. Oh, oh without the fruit. Though, like if the, but if you just had the, the one without the fruit, oh, yeah, for sure. That, you can use that as a lotion and rub it all over your body. In fact, it's in a lot of your lotions already. But it's called carrageenan. If you go look on the lotion things, it'll say it. Mostly in your natural lotion stuff. I actually like the mango one the most so far. Really? I like yeah, strawberry, uh, banana. Josh, you want to try these? Yeah, I got you. I could just put, yeah. Just, yeah Are you allowed to try these? Can you try these? It's a gel, but like immediately dissolves. Oh, it's so. not going to hurt your teeth at all. No. Oh. No, you like, trust me. No, uh, no, uh, 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 Thick liquid. Get all three in there. Oh, this one could be in a pie. I'll put this Strab- in a pie. That's what I'm saying. The strawberry banana the strawberry is the oh best yeah. one. That's the best one. Yeah, I could put That's that That's my top seller for sure. Yeah, a, uh, top just in like a morning smoothie, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like Definitely. All the other stuff like spinach, a bunch of that. Mm-hmm. Throw some of this in there. Definitely good. I will say there is a strong sea moss flavor in there. You can eat it by yourself. That's that earthiness. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is earthiness. You can eat it by yourself, but I think that it would be a little bit better. Yeah, cooked mixed, with something for yeah, sure. Yeah, mixed in with. You could. you could on crackers. You could. Honestly. You could use it as, yeah, a, you you totally use this as jelly. Yeah, I could imagine doing that. Like on saltines or something? That's all it is. I can see that. Jelly. Sea moss jelly. Jam. Just do Basically. seaweed chips because they make those and then put it on that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, so. One. So. Yeah, we gotta get to we that. We talked about Yukima Katoni. I wanted to get this before we run out of time. So, um, this is the Yukima Katoni, the sea moss. That's the one you're gonna commonly see. If you search sea moss online, this you're gonna see this one. And it's more than likely gonna see the blonde one or the purple one. More likely the blonde one. That's the one you see the most. You don't really see the green one. It's really rare. And it's not that it's rare, it's that people don't. You have to you have to dry the purple and the green out in the shade so it doesn't lose its color or it'll sun bleach like this. Yeah, yeah, right. So Which is why it happens in the first. Right, place, yeah. you know what I mean. So that's the Yukima Katoni, that grows year round because it grows in tropical places, so it can be harvested year round. But this one is rare, and this is the most potent form of sea moss, and it is called Chondrus crispus. Now we've dubbed that's it. That's a thick ass name. Yeah, Chondrus. that's his, that's his scientific uh, botanical name. Is a uh, Chondrus crispus. So. Um, I don't know. It's kind of this kind of hard to show this one, but these are very short, dense seaweed flakes. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me put one in here to see if, it, if that one will. Can I see a little bit of it? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, oh no, that. That one. Now that's the one that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Wait, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm not even gonna lie, it kind of smells like mushrooms. Really? It, like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> like, like psilocybin. Oh mushrooms. wow! Wow. <laughs> like it smells. It has that. Tell me I'm. Tell me I'm wrong. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. I mean, you're more the expert on that, but. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Fun yeah. guy smell to yeah. it. I get, I get that. 
<laughs> just keep like, smelling it. Yeah, I guess you think that one smells great. <laughs> no, like that one's interesting. De- definitely yeah. two different smells though. Definitely two. the one's more sea, oceany. That one's got like a lot of other complex yeah. smells going. It smells more like. Here, I'm gonna let Josh smell it too. Oh yeah, it smells more like. Um, this one smells like the actual beach. Was that one smells yeah. like? Probably That's sweeter too. Wh- yeah, it's literally, literally from like the the deep water. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. That's what it smells yeah. like. Which I would imagine because it's darker, it is mm-hmm. from the deep well, water, right? So this is the thing about that one. So this one grows. <laughs> they both grow. On <laughs> right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I can see the cleaner, like esque, yeah, yeah, fresh, mm-hmm. clean smell to it for sure. So the conscious Christmas is it only it grows on rocks. Now they both grow on rocks, but this one exclusively grows on rocks. In the North Atlantic, so off the coast of Maine, Canada, uh, Greenland, Ireland. Um, so the reason, so this is the one that's called Irish moss. So if anybody tells you that they have Irish moss and it is not this, they are misinformed or misleading you, because this is Irish moss. This is Irish moss. This is sea moss. This is Irish moss, and Irish moss is very sensi- uh, short and dense. Now, it'll spread out more once you put it in the water, but the stringy ramen noodle looking like sea moss is, is sea moss. Uh, it's either grassal if, if you're on the market for it online, Amazon, whatever, whatever you can find usually on Google, it's either Yukima katoni, which is what we have here, that's the species name, or it's either grassalaria. Grassalaria has the really thin ones. A lot of people who watch Keep Up With Dr. Saban and everything, he was talking about Grassalaria and Conjures Crispus a lot. Um, now, Conjures Crispus is the most powerful one. It's the most potent. It has a lot more mineral content in it because it grows directly off rocks. So it's literally all its all nutrients are coming from rocks. Yeah. You know what I mean? So every mineral that's in that rock is in this sea moss. So it's really strong. It's really Both of them are very potent, but this one is the most potent. And um, they help rebuild cartilage and tissue. They help make for stronger and denser bones. Um, it'll get rid of all the mucus and film out of your chest. It'll help with uh, sinus problems. It'll h- actually heal ulcers, too, because the gel-like substance goes and it, it soothes your organs and it lines up in your organs. Um, and and it, it'll heal the ulcer because the ulcer is just skin on the internal side of you. So with that being collagen, it repairs the collagen and the tissues, all your cells and organs. So it's really, it's really fascinating. Now, the funny thing about it is the story I was trying to tell is that it's called Irish moss, right? So the reason it's called Irish moss because uh, I don't know if you know about the potato famine of Ireland. Mm-hmm. I believe it was in the late 1700s, wasn't it? Uh, it lasted for a long time. Uh, that was the whole reason a lot of Irish people started moving to America. Right. So, so it, it lasted for like a, it was going on for a good while. Right. Yeah. So um, during the potato famine, some people out of desperation would eat the seaweed that washed up ashore, and the seaweed that happened to wash up ashore that grew on the coast of Ireland, the rocky coast of Ireland, was in fact conjures crispus. And that's how I got his term Irish moss because people this actually helped some people survive the famine of the because it actually has, like I said, ninety two of the hundred two naturally occurring minerals. So you can actually use this as a meal replacement. Like if you made sea moss gel, 
and mixed it with water, your juice or whatever, like how some people have meal replacement smoothies or mm-hmm. um, yeah, for a good cut mm-hmm. or something like that. Right, yeah, it, you, this will do it, and it'll actually feed you though, because it actually has vitamins and minerals, and it's bioavailable. Yeah. yeah so does it have like calories? Like, does it have like not very many? Okay. No, okay. not very many. No, no, it doesn't really have much fat or calories. That's the cra- That's the best thing about it. Yeah, yeah but so not a lot of mass to but it. But you would feel very full after you ate it. Like, mm. Mm. dang, okay, yeah. that really would be good for like a smoothie. Mm-hmm. Like a and it has a lot of protein, but a lot of protein minus the. Um, it doesn't really have that many carbs or fat, you know. What I mean, but it, it has protein, so it's like lean. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, I mean, you can pretty much use this for any. This one, of course, because you see this one is even darker purple than the Yukima Katoni, so it has the anti, what was it, the anthocyanides, anthi, yeah, I can't. That word. Anthocyanides. Yeah, anthocyanides, yeah. Usually I get all technical and everything, but I don't really, I didn't want to come at it like that today, and I'm kind of feeling, I'm not feeling real scientific, geeky nerd today, I'm just kind of. Keep we it probably simple. understand it anyway. Yeah, I'm just trying to keep <laughs> it simple, you know. Um, and then, yeah, I got these soaking. I guess I can show this when I'm done explaining the honey, but it's, cause it's not gonna. Get, it's yeah. not gonna I mean, get to it. At this point, it's, it's basically filling up the bowl. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. I mean, yeah, he, uh, Josh had showed it while oh, okay. we were talking about. It. Yeah, okay, he showed cool. it to the camera to to, to show him. Um, and lastly, I wanted to show um, the honey. So this is raw honey. This is raw clover honey. So I don't know if you ever seen a clover blossom, mm-hmm. like this purple purplish uh it's like this purplish flower they call it red clover i mean it's it's white clover it's red clover but um it's like this purplish flower it's really good um you see in a lot of teas if you give you get like sleepy time teas or organic teas you'll see clover in a lot of teas but it's just the flower that this one happened to be produced off of because bees can actually produce um flower they can produce honey from any flower that's available to them and sometimes it's a mixture. So that's why, like, you'll get honey and it'll say wildflower honey. Wildflower just means it's a combination of all the flowers in that area. But this one specifically was uh, with clover honey. Now, this one is, this particular batch, they get, a, my supplier gets them from all over. Um, but this particular batch uh, came from the Rocky Mountains. This is raw clover honey from the Rocky Mountains. It's pretty good. And you're more than welcome to try some. But the crazy thing about it is, uh, I don't know if y'all want to try some. Oh, okay. yeah, please. I love honey. Uh, Watch for this. Thank you. I've been waiting for this the whole time. No, I appreciate you for letting us try this stuff. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, it gets sticky. <laughs> 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 oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this one's from the Rocky Mountains. It's from a club. That's good stuff. Well, I really? I know that bees hibernate in the cold, so maybe it's a smaller window for them to produce. You know what I mean? So, oh man! But then I don't know. Th- that's the thing because I don't. I think these bees are bee. I think this. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, these uh, bees are kept in a farm, so it may. It's a little bit more controlled environment. <laughs> um, is right. is it pretty good? Yeah, it's pretty good, honey. I haven't used either of them. Yeah, you can tell it's not processed. Like you get some honey, it tastes oh, straight oh, up very like rich. corn syrup. Very rich. Yeah. Like 
almost even like I mean it's definitely sweet, but it's it's more rich than it's sweet. Mm-hmm. Does, does that have the seaweed in it? No, that doesn't have any. That's seaweed. just the honey. Oh, but there is raw honey in the fruit infused seaweed. In the, oh, okay. So if you taste the sweetness at all in that raw honey, yeah, that's really good honey. Yeah, man. Um, so I wanted to talk about the honey because we're coming in the flu season and the temperature is changing, and I just wanted to because I don't think I really promoted this. I just wanted to use this opportunity to show everybody that I have raw honey and raw agave, but um. Oh, nice. Oh, you have agave? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, really? raw yeah. Blue, I have the blue agave. The raw so blue. if anybody's trying to make any margaritas, a oh, healthy yeah, option, sure. a healthy alternative to simple syrup is actually just agave. Right. Mm-hmm. Literally. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's what they make the tequila out of anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah literally. Yeah, anyway, it's a natural sweetener for sure. Yeah. Actually, I think, I don't, I don't know if people put it in coffee. I think... There's some people that do put it in coffee, though. Yeah, you can. Or they they yeah. use it as a natural sweetener for, like, a lot of different mm-hmm. things. Agave is, is really good. And it's low, they're both low glycemic index, so it won't make your blood sugar level spike. And they have a lot of health benefits. So, But honey is really amazing, though, because the reason I started off with these, right, and I, and I, have, I have over 100 products on the site, so I can only talk about so much in one sitting, you know. But these ones, if you didn't get anything else, if you didn't know about anything else on my site and I had to present some products, these will get you where you need to be. Salts of the earth, sea moss. And the thing about sea moss, it's so customizable. It's five different types of uh, raw sea moss you can get, and we can make it into almost any way you want it to as far as the gel. Uh, we have sea moss juice. I wasn't able to bring some of those today. We have sea moss juice. Um, we have sea moss in its powder form as well. Uh, I think I might have the powder form of it. Um, yeah, so this is the sea moss powder. It's the granulated form of the sea moss, but I have even one that's even more powdery than that, and this one is more convenient. Like, say, if I had a glass of water, I can just tap, tap, put it in my water, you uh, know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah cool. Way more convenient. So we have that. Um, so, but the thing that all these have in common is the salt of the earth are necessary for life. It, your salt, the salt that you intake and the type of sodium that you intake defines your quality of life, just straight up. So the best way to implement that is just by changing the salt that you use in your pantry first. Now, and you go on the website, you'll see we still have, we have Epsom salt, um, dead sea salt, uh, baking soda. And all of these are natural salts. Now, baking soda can be ingested because, I mean, that's what all the uh, Alka-Seltzer is. That's all Sprite is, is lemon juice mix, lemon and lime juice mixed with baking soda. That's why it's carbonated. I don't know if you ever put lemon juice on baking soda or vinegar in baking soda and it fizzes up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's pretty much that's what an Alka-Seltzer is, a citric acid. It reacts to the sodium bicarbonate. But um, that comes from naturally comes from cave deposits. So does Epsom salt. And Epsom salt actually comes from a place. It was discovered in Epsom, Epsom, England, if I'm not mistaken. Epsom, England. It's a town. Epsom. I can look it up. I got you right okay. here. Yeah, it's yeah. A town. Yeah, Epsom, Epsom Common. Yeah, Epsom. Yeah, Epsom, England. And they found the. They found that the cows would go to this. Um, they go the the cows would go to this pond or this lake and they would sit in there and they would heal all their wounds and they were trying to figure out they thought it was a magical lake or something you know and um it turned out that it had a, a a 
a lot of Epsom salt it naturally occurring in it's there. healthy yeah mm-hmm. and then the Dead Sea saw we all know the we all know the story of the Dead Sea, you know, Sodom and Gomorrah and turn to the pillar of salt and everything. And it's the saltiest sea on earth. It's nothing lives in it except for like really uh, extreme bacteria. <laughs> right. Yeah. You just yeah. float yeah. in it because it's so much salt. Um, so we had that on the site, too. Now, those are more for external uses. And baking soda, you can use that for anything. You can use that for antacid. You can use that to clean. You can use it to clean off your meat, your vegetables. Uh, you can use it to uh, put in your laundry, get the stains off. You can use it to deodorize your shoes or anything that stinks. Uh, you can put it in the trash can. I mean, it has a thousand uses, and I'm actually making a, a blog later on this week about 101 ways to use not only sea moss but baking soda. But uh, really we just wanted to base the emphasis on the salts of the earth because the salts of the earth is what's going to make your body function properly, and it's going to make you stay hydrated. And it... And the sea moss, I'm trying to put this in the best way possible. I don't want to say the sea moss is the salts of the earth, but it's basically a one and complete multivitamin that can be eaten like a food. Like, you can heat this up and eat them just like they look like noodles. You can eat them just like this. You can blend it up, put it in your food. You can take the powder form. But the reason why these are so potent, and you will hear somebody say that these have 92 minerals and vitamins in the human body, is because it has absorbed the seawater, which has 92 minerals and vitamins that are naturally occurring in the human body. Um, there's also another seaweed called bladder whack. If you mix it with bladder whack, it will have the full spectrum and have 102, the complete 102 vitamins and minerals uh, that your body needs. Um, and that's also on the site, too. But... Um, now, how does that all relate to honey? Honey, interestingly enough, it does similar to what sea moss gel does. So it coats the inner organs and it coats them, and it's antibacterial. So it cleans out your body and it restores the collagen and the keratin and the biotin, everything that your organs and cells and hair and nails and teeth are made out of. And the minerals keep your teeth strong, they keep your bones strong. So if you if you could, because so many people, it's so many superfoods and teas, and everything just being thrown out there. I like to take it simple and start. This is your proper starting point. If you're looking for a healthier life or just looking for something that is a go-to, you know, but you want a natural form, this is it. Because it pretty much can do anything. Now honey is almost the same way. It just has a different consistency, and it's more sticky. So the cool thing about honey is. It actually never spoils. Honey is the only right. food that never goes bad. Yeah. And it's a pure sugar solution. I believe it's... So, uh, I don't know the exact numbers, but I, b- I believe, don't quote me, but 33% fructose, uh, another 33% uh, s- fructose. It's glucose, fructose, and sucrose. Is the three sugars? Use <coughs> <laughs> my honey. Use <laughs> my honey. I've been hold this. Oh, uh, oh, where was I? So the sucrose, glucose, and the fructose—that's what we got in the honey. But the cool thing about it is, so on the molecular level, when you ingest honey, uh, it breaks down to the same molecular structure as hydrogen peroxide. And peroxide is actually one of the most prevalent uh, chemicals in honey, and that's one of the reasons why it never spoils. 
because it's um it's sterile. Honey is antibacterial, antifungal, and antimicrobial. So a bact bacteria harmful pathogens can't actually live inside of honey or anywhere that honey is at. Honey can also heal wounds. It can stop uh it's nature's cough syrup. Um thing with honey. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's literally used for yeah. so much. You can use it like almost really anything. Used for so you know much. what I mean? You can use it in I your mean, seasoning. Yeah. I didn't that might have been I, I mean I could be totally wrong, but I, I could have sworn that's where mead came from. Yeah. Was, was it's fermented. Because I mean, it's honeyed wine. Mm-hmm. Like that's what it is. But there I can't remember what it was. There's a reason they started putting the honey in it. Well, it, it helps I, I it ferment. It, it helps it yeah. ferment faster. Probably preserves mm. a little bit longer too. Yeah, I'd imagine. Yeah, because mm. I mean, back in the day, it wasn't even safe to drink water. So, mm. <laughs> so like, you'd rather drink a light beer. You know what I mean? Like they would drink light, you know, ale rather than drink water. Mm. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess you know we'll wrap it up there. We appreciate you for coming on. Honestly. I had a blast. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So much cool stuff, too. I learned a lot. Fucking sea moss, salts of the fucking, what is it, salts of the earth? Salts of the earth. Salts of the earth. Uh-huh. You got the fucking sea moss, sea moss gel, the two different kinds uh, there, which is awesome. Uh, Dawn of a New Era. Check him out once again on his socials. He has a shop up on Instagram, all that stuff. What's up? Call out the website. Oh, and the website is thedawnofanewera.com. You don't even have to type in www. Thedawnofanewera.com. You can go visit. Is the 13 there or no? Uh, you can type it in either way. I have both domains. So it's thedawnofanewera.com or thedawnofanewera13.com. They'll both pop up to the same site. Sweet. Cool. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome, man. Great time. Appreciate you. Any last words Absolutely. you want to tell people? Anything maybe you, you have you want to get off your chest? Something you want to say to everybody before we, we uh, sign off here? Uh, no, I, I do want to say that uh, if you are trying to do anything healthy, I mean, nobody has to be the super, you know, Superman, healthiest vegan triathlon athlete, you know, but people just want some healthy solutions. And I'm going to tell them, you know, beyond any product that you can buy, it's more about being in a good mood and doing something that you love because that'll actually fix your hormones. Now, this food is only can help your body do what it already naturally does. But if you're stressed out all the time and not doing something that caters to your pleasure center of your brain or something that uh, makes you happy, no amount of superfoods and stuff is going to help you because uh, the mind, health starts from the mind first and down. And these foods are only to help your mind feel better. But, you know, you have to, it's a choice first. Like, to be healthier is a choice first beyond any product that you can buy, right? What if you were stuck in the middle of nowhere? Are you just going to be unhealthy because you can't buy CMOS or you can't go get your vitamin uh, D supplements, you know? So it starts in the mind first. And if you can do that, find something that you like to do. And build on that. And, you know, if you have any questions, we're always available. You can chat with us on the website, any social media. And then also I just want to thank you guys for having me. Um, Absolutely. I appreciate it. Yeah. Great uh, having you on, man. Yeah, it was great really time, a blast. Dude. And I enjoyed myself. Yeah. But that's me. I think we all did, too. Yeah. Well, this has been Fine and Danny. Uh, tune, to a, tune in to us next week. This was Donovan Darby with Donovan New Era, Donovan New Era 13. It was a great time ha- having him on. Great time learning about all the different types of stuff he has as well as health and all the knowledge that we got today. So y'all take care. Love you guys. Until next time, signing off. Peace.